everybody, and good morning, and welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast. Do you remember us? No, I'm I'm Annie. I'm Foley. We've been gone for so long. You guys so much had to change. Do, you guys had to do quality control inspection at the wherever Halloween Town is, where to, to get ready for Halloween stuff. And boy, the violations it took yeah. two weeks just to write up every violation. There's not enough dead fish and stuff know all over the place. That's how the, many OSHA violations yeah. there are at Halloween Town? It's obscene. What well, Halloween they, Town? Wouldn't it be a problem of not enough Halloween or OSHA violations? Because it's opposite. Filled. It's all spooky. That you want more spiders. They were trying in to. Food. They were trying to build ladders out of dead bodies. There's yeah, nothing yeah. that's scarier than an open access panel. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I mean, what you want in Halloween Town is instead of an eye wash station, it's mm-hmm. an eye contamination station. I can so you can get like gross icky, it's, icky eye. You have to fill it up with spittoon fillage. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. From Wild West Town next door. Wild it's an all urinal splash off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. So welcome back. Hey everybody, it's the Boy Hattie Podcast. Bill, how did your Star Trek extravaganza go last week? It did really well. We had a really goddamn good time. We talked for two and a half hours about the yeah, past, present, and future of Star Trek, mm-hmm. and we had a little trivia. Yeah, no, Leland brought a little Star Trek trivia book, it's and we had a little book. trivia contest, and Dylan destroyed, no, destroyed I mean, the dude. rest of us. I mean... In a way that was actually kind of alarming, because it was a whole room full of nerds, and she's still... Holy shit. I mean... I mean, she's an A-plus student. She is an A-plus student. She is a Hermione Granger. Yeah. In the but sweetest she way possible. Hermione Granger the it's, shit out of us. But see, there's the thing. It's what turns Katie on the most. That's true. <laughs> like, that's what her wife likes. I mean, we were we were all Draco Malfoy, and she was Hermione Granger punching Draco Malfoy in the... Just every question. Prisoner of Azkaban. Knowledge? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, with her fist knowledge. Like in my fan fiction. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so no, we, we had a good time. We were off the last couple of weeks. Thank y'all for being chill about we it. We spent most uh, of the time talking about these Space Night, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone seemed to agree that was the best Star Trek, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what you been up to? This is going to be interesting because I kept all my show notes out of a crew over the last three weeks. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, Bill, just go through your list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, when it comes to the Geek Week News review, it's just going to be, and this happened, and that happened, and uh-huh. this happened. Uh, what did I, man, what did I do in the last couple weeks? You watched all the Star Wars movies aside from the most recent one on TNT. Yeah, TNT had like, oh, man, they, so they had a new... I guess TNT is the new home for, like, cable Star sure. Wars shows okay. now these days, so, and so to celebrate the fact that they got exclusive rights to all the Star Wars movies. Uh, is that Turner? I think so. Which, I'm surprised they didn't have it already, because TBS and all that shit's yeah, always... Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they showed a new Star Wars movie every night for six nights in a row. It's the first time I've actually sat down and watched the prequels on cable, much less watch all six movies, all the okay. original six movies, the prequels and the original trilogy, kind of reasonably back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually kind of hung together not that terribly. The prequels will start t- are still terrible. Yeah. But then I actually, then I followed up with this. The last night, I just watched The Force Awakens by myself. Just to, like, essentially mainline all seven movies in a week. Yeah. It was actually kind of cute. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I did that a month ago. I forget everything else about that because it's been a while since we recorded. All right, but what else? Uh, <laughs> then my co-host from Tardy the Party, he took me out to Killer Burger and I got really sick. He was di- he was diseased and he got me contaminated. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about this. The last two weeks, I've been the sickest I've been since I got swine flu at PAX oh, almost no. a decade ago. What? Jesus. I got like not just a head cold, but I got like the flu. I don't know if Daniel was that Dan- sick. Daniel tried to kill you. He tried to, <laughs> tried to assassinate me. We went to Killer Burger and he got kind of, <laughs> on my burger and uh-huh. I almost died. <laughs> Bill, did you drink the the urinal splashing? Yeah. Like- Have you guys ever been to Killer Burger? 
Uh, I think so a while ago. It's really good. It's right up on Sandy. Yeah. So if you're ever at is like, is it still really good locations. considering you got really sick? It was worth. That's what this way. Okay. I got sickest I've been in in, okay. in in in. And that burger is still fond in your memories. That was fucking good. It was. <laughs> Because it's still just a cheeseburger yeah. thing you ate before you got That's sick. Because yeah, I only got my sense of taste back three days ago. Uh, but yeah, it was. Mm. And also, he was also Daniel was almost so sweet enough. He gifted me a whole shitload of Disney Infinity figures on the shelf behind you. Aww. Because uh, uh, well, last time we recorded together, he called in the middle of us recording because he was at Best Buy, and because they're trying to get rid of all their Disney Infinity yeah. stuff, they're selling all their figures for like so two dollars a piece. Yeah. And so for twenty dollars, mm. he got me like almost all the Star Wars figures. Nice. And I need still. He also got me like a copy of the game because the game itself was like two dollars and like little base that you have to put the figures on and so he essentially gifted me like it's like 150 dollars worth of disney infinity stuff that he got me for like 20 bucks that grumpy turtle he's a good dude he's a good dude so but yeah yeah as a result of that i've been sick off my balls I I'm I'm not infectious anymore, no, so I should make you guys that's sick. That's fine. We what? we were both we were both sick and working through no, being imagine. sick. So yeah. um, yeah, understood. And for some reason, I can't remember how I got onto this, but I started rewatching Star Hustler, Stargazer, Jack Hackhorn, Hikehormer. Yeah, did you ever see this guy back in the day? He was on PBS. Okay, and he was a fat little middle aged guy who would stand on the rings of Saturn. And talk about the stars tonight. Mars will be in the apex of Pluto. Actually, yeah, I do remember. I have that. no. This Jack is... Horkheimer, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I wonder if maybe you see it. And like, he would have this music in the background. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> I just wanted a big nostalgia kick about that. Watch a whole shitload of that. I don't know how that happened. Again, this happened like three weeks ago. Yeah. So it's just I wonder in my if notes. I'm just young enough that I missed out on this guy because this is not ringing anywhere. So yeah, else. he was a big hit in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I should have thrown it up on YouTube so oh, we can like, refresh you're, your memory. You're a tiny baby. Yeah, and he was <laughs> his episodes were only like 15 minutes long. They were like a big thing. Yeah. Um, also, he was the original Steven Universe. I got it. <laughs> now you pitched me literally, on it. Literally, yeah. 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 Um, did we miss any Steven Universe stuff? Uh, were there some new episodes? What I was the last remember. episode? I think um, I missed the very last episode. I think I missed the most recent one, too. But yeah. anyway, who cares? We don't remember it, so let's not talk about uh, it. And I played a little game called Forza Horizon 3. <gasps> yeah! We did, so, Bills, what's your character's name? Yeah. Uh, it was by? originally Apollo Diablo, okay. but now uh-huh. it's Bort. <laughs> I do like the Bort in there. Wait, so you were the, the devil lady? You were the devil chicken? Devil chicken? <laughs> well, especially the lady's Irish lilt. She's like, uh-huh. hell, Bort. <laughs> Yeah. It's real good. Uh, well, I love that they let you change your both your avatar, which you never see beyond when you start the game. Well, well, I guess no, you can see you're in the, the window, car. But yeah. Still, no, how? We're, I'm fucking around in a Jeep right now that's totally open. Yeah, you, uh, so we I'm always just, I'm yeah, staring yeah. at cake all day. Any every day. any convertibles or anything that's yeah. like anything that's open that. like that. And then anytime that you <coughs> excuse me, anytime that you find a barn find or anytime you start a race, your character's always hanging around. That's a good point, actually. So, man, I've seen you guys online. I've been tempted to play with you guys. Yeah. Except it doesn't work. Well, we don't well, have we don't have an online. We don't have a Xbox Live oh, membership. Oh, do you not? No, which totally makes sense. So y'all how often can see us because we still have like the synced like multiplayer stuff, but we don't have the actual. I think your drive avatar sometimes shows up in my yeah. game. Oh yeah, and um, yours, yours, yours shows. I still haven't caught you. I actually think <laughs> I actually think that there's some sort of weird bug in the 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 section where I'm trying to get you. Yeah, um, we need to, to get me. you. Just I have to get you because I have to. I have to fire drunk Grumpy Turtle. We have to get rid of Grumpy oh, Turtle because really? Grumpy Turtle. So it, so um, Forza Horizon Three has this mechanic where you hire this talent that will help your scores and whatever, and you hire and them by race. 
chasing them. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, are yeah. three people at a time, and they're all people from your friends list. And the first people person we caught the the whole tutorial for this mechanic was Grumpy Turtle. And the thing is, on your lineup, it shows their Xbox Live avatar. Yeah, and most of us have Xbox One avatars. It's a Grumpy Turtle has hung on to his <laughs> Xbox 360 avatar, which is a picture of Lola the bunny's tits. <laughs> It's so small. God bless him for holding on to it. So that I just don't want to stare at these rabbit tits. So that fair, he didn't do that willingly because he was asking me the other day where everyone else gets these new icons because he wants to change it. (laughs) So it's not like he's proud of having Lola buddies. Just cleavage. Yeah, it's just the cleavage. What's funny is it's so small that every time it comes on the screen, I like I I squint and I'm like, oh, oh god, it's bunny tits. Every fucking time. Oh man. Well, so. I feel bad because I wanted to play with you guys because Daniel and I just for the first time just a couple days ago we st- we managed to get into a game together. Yeah. We actually set up a co-op was campaign. It? And man, Xbox Live is bullshit in terms of like syncing mm. together and getting everyone to work. PlayStation Four made it so easy just to hop into into yeah, games with each other yeah. these days. And the three Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty used to be super simple too. Yes, it did. But the Xbox One, like even once you get everything figured out, you can't like the your game will desync from each other, yeah. and it's just a big fucking mess. Once you actually get into the game and I can actually talk to each other, I forgot that the Xbox One actually shipped with a headset mm-hmm. that yeah. I had to rummage through my boxes to find. Because yeah. again, who the fuck plays their Xbox One, much yeah. less multiplayer games? Yeah. But I did you can also this. plug in any old microphone in there. You don't mm, have to really because it's yeah, like you can, it looks like a proprietary. It's, it's not. It's a. It's a. It's an eighth inch jack. Yeah, it's just an eighth, eighth inch. Jack. Same. Really? Yeah. Oh, you wait. No, you have no. a weird. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not like it's not like the PlayStation oh. Four. Oh, you and I have different controls. We really yes. do. Yeah. Unless they. I wonder if they changed has that. a jack. Because I have a launch date. Because you guys got an Xbox you a year do. after. Yeah. You do have an yeah. launch date. Oh, okay. If you. I, See, that's why I was like, I had to find my yeah. That's how we were being here, Bill. Burr, 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 burr. But no, no that's seriously, that's guys. fucking weird. So the new ones are all the new ones are all just just normal eight inch. That's one of the first and I'm wondering, people had about this shit. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if if you just bought a new controller because yeah. we bought we bought a second controller after yeah, exactly, we realized yeah. in the charging station. The well, whole deal. supposedly the new controllers are better and like they have controllers that are shaped more like the Xbox 360 controller, which everyone still seems Super to prefer. Super comfy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and they do have like the hundred twenty dollar Elite controllers. The where one you can, like screw off the yeah, thumbsticks. And... The one thing, the one thing that I um that also like splurged and bought when we got um our stuff was I ended up preemptively getting those rubber um grippy things oh, yeah. for all of the um all of the thumbsticks because we would just wear the where the stuck I finally off wore of it. one of the nubs off the oh PS4 did you one. did you yeah. nice because that yeah. was one of the first complaints people had about that was the rubber was so yeah. I destroyed cheap. the PS4 controller with my yeah. you destroyed hands. your Xbox um a Mass Effect controller like your yeah, high end Xbox oh yeah Mass I Effect. That, yeah shredded the damn thing yeah. well, um, which is a good problem to have but no we've been experiencing something really weird with our Xbox One where every time we because we got a charging station for the um because we have wireless yeah um, and and batteryless um, just yeah we have that on for our PS4 and it was so nice yeah. just to always have it charging. You guys have rechargeable like built-in lithium batteries. See, this yeah. thing still takes double A's. I have to swap yeah. it out. Well, we bought the charging station that came with Oh, it comes with it. So, okay, yeah. so. For some reason, it fucking desyncs the controllers every goddamn time you recharge really? them. Really? I don't it is know why. real dumb. The Xbox Xbox a, I want to play! I would like to play, please! Xbox now I have to spend 15 minutes! The seems like kind of kludgy until you actually use the Xbox One for a while yeah. and yeah. then like you remember... I'm going to say that again in, t- in case that tor- barked the audio a little bit. Why? 
the like the Xbox the PS4 doesn't seem like the best UI in the world until you use the Xbox One for a little while and yeah. then you realize how amazing the PS4 is. Yeah, PS4, yeah, yeah it's it's just, it's not the cleanest thing imaginable, but it's just they've streamlined it really well. And there's a share button right on the. I control. know. Yeah. I swear to God, I still don't know how to take screenshots on my fucking Xbox One. You have one. to double. Is it double tap the home button and hit the Y button? I think it is. And that. even then, because like I don't know how to share. Like, even once I took a screen yeah. cap, because yeah. uh, Daniel and I, we both <coughs> got, like, have you seen the cars that only have three wheels? There's yeah. one model I have car. Not, I have not gotten one yet. We, we got those, and uh-huh. then we went to the body shop where you can download uh, other people's customized uh, paint jobs, uh-huh. and we got a Dr. Phil paint job with a silver <laughs> Oh, my Someone God. Someone made his face, and it just says Dr. Phil. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and so we were driving around, and we took screen caps of ourselves, but then we don't know how to share them. Yep. It's just like, Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Whereas the PS4, you can just tweet out any photo yeah. you've taken, or you even a video, a direct Facebook. clip. Yeah. yeah. Where, where the fuck do you? Is that a? Is it a barn find, or is it a? It may um, be a barn find. Okay. It sounds. Yeah. It sounds it's, like I it. just got all the barn finds. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't say what? this out loud on the podcast. Uh oh. Why? Uh, Dan- so Daniel, he's the person I'm playing this game the most like, with. I can't. He's I can't a say huge completionist. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he's gotten all but one of the roads discovered. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, I don't have to worry about trying to get that last road because no one else is going to beat me because no one else is really playing that hard. He doesn't know I'm only one road away from getting all the roads. Get I noticed that, too. And get I've it, been... Ra- and it's funny because he was all bragging about how no one uh, else is going to come close to him in the road. Get it, Bill. And in the afternoon, I went from only having like 300 roads to I know. I'm so mad because I was going to beat you. That was, my, <laughs> that was my metric. I'm like, I just have to stomp Bill. Well, you know, actually, if you just... All it really takes is like if you play for three hours, you you can drive around. That's the extreme, but there's something where like I've looked at my map and there's gotta be something where I've just barely like Mm -hmm. nicked one Mm -hmm. of the roads just wrong and I need so this means I have to go over all the roads. One tiny fraction of a road you haven't captured. Yeah, that's interesting because there's a lot of roads on the map that are just Mm -hmm. like little dots. Yeah. And like so if you don't get all the dots because they're not they're most of the time they're not paved roads. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kinda like like more pathways and stuff. But yeah, if you miss it, if you cut a corner too much, you don't get that so road. I'm hoping to God Daniel doesn't God. listen to this podcast. Because <laughs> I want to sneak it. I want to Pearl Harbor that son of a Bill, bitch. Bill, all I do every day is hope no one listens to our <laughs> podcast. That's fine. Uh, so, but you guys have been having a good time with the yeah. Horza. Fucking yeah. love Horza Horizon. So the funny thing about Horza, the th- funny thing about Horza Horizon, <laughs> Horza Horizon is fascinating because there's something that a friend taught me a few years ago that games like Skyrim and Fallout are richer if you kind of layer on an element of storytelling on top of the game because because the game itself is so slim if you just take the time to build out your character and think about their experience like make your own narrative a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit a more, meta like, narrative. more like the internal narrative of yeah. the character is what they're going through because those games by definition don't really necessarily you're talking about actual like meta role playing a little bit a little bit yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and how much more meaningful it becomes and it's true I go back and play Fallout Fallout, and then I'm like, oh man, this game isn't what I remember it being. Because in my brain, it's a much more rosy, rich, ex- not rosy, that is the wrong word. It's a much no, richer, you fuller experience. Some stuff because, it, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I've started doing it with Forza Horizon because I was just like, man, what is Beefcake's life like? And that <laughs> she's this lady who like can just afford to go to Australia, buy all these fucking cars. She doesn't have a job, she doesn't have any responsibilities. And I started thinking about Beefcake's life and everything, and like, it's just, cr- and now it's like, it's fascinating because the the fantasy of Forza Horizon is that you are this insanely wealthy insanely attractive young person yeah. who's just flying around this old, beautiful yeah. landscape without a care in the world yeah. and it's so weirdly you can't cathartic die. yeah 
<laughs> you can never die. Like, it's Even like, if you flip your car. It's I like just, the American dream. Like, I'm just young and beautiful and yeah. rich. And I, who's I just, your character model? Um, It's the, the really pretty um, in, I have a thin Indian black woman. Lady. Or may, mm-hmm. that may actually... Because I think on the demo I chose the black lady. I think we may have chosen the thin Indian lady. She's, yeah. she's, she's very pretty. Yeah. Um, I also am kind of interested and in, in shocked at how much I like um, Warren and Kira, who are the the dude that's always fixing up your cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's charming as fuck. And um and ends up for not being in there very much. He's just he's just kinda great. Because he really just chimes in with the barn finds, really. Yeah, barn yeah. finds and then anything like the little comments he'll say about the cars. Sometimes if you're sitting in um the low like you're if you're if you go to view a car yeah. and you're and you're oh, waiting, that's right, yeah. he will give you information if you wait long enough, he will huh. kinda chime in and give you information about different vehicles, which yeah. is actually kind of great. Like learning that um Mercedes AMGs, um the ones that have the AMG logo on the mm-hmm. back that their engines are all hand built by one person like like one yeah. mechanic built like all learing all that kind of stuff is just so that's one of my favorite things about all the forza games actually even horizon are the main ones they do a really good job about like automotive education yeah I, and i don't even drive and yeah. i still find this stuff interesting yeah. and i don't i'm not just from I'm, a craftsman perspective. I, yeah, yeah i enjoy i enjoy cars i think I, I they're they're pretty they're interesting they're neat but i'm not a car hound yeah. in any in any respects and so like being able to to learn crazy information about these like really neat machines yeah it's like that's cool well, that's part of the fantasy of the game too yeah. you have all these people who are so knowledgeable about cars teaching you more about cars yeah. in a non-judgmental way when you're rich and well, famous that's the and thing. young it's, like, and... it's this fantasy of being like this perfect specimen of humanity yeah. with all these resources in the world just throwing yourself into something and the whole game's about. about how getting more fans and everyone loves you and you just built yeah. a new festival and everyone's like yay Bort it's so weird <laughs> yay Bort <laughs> good like, job it's, Bort it's so meditative <laughs> and affirming and yeah. weirdly like like just... aside from the game itself was well designed with yeah. great music oh and, yeah oh, and music like, is yeah. fantastic the skies are yeah. so beautiful and the landscape is so man, beautiful man some of the sunsets driving like, is a pleasure mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if like 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 if the weather's just right like yeah. you're driving out in the outback and it's raining and the sunsets and there's kind of like this golden yeah. rainbow and yeah. just like oh just Fuck yeah. great time oh man oh, just... oh, so and then when pretty. a storm comes in and yeah. it's raging and you can't see and yeah. it's like it's fucking, fucking up the way you and drive. then you, like, you switch to like in car cockpit mode and you got rain on the dash and like it just looked yeah. like if you're driving it's all raining kind of like cozy yeah. and it was, awesome. I almost wish I could turn around curl up with a book inside of my car and just sleep it off and, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. What's, what's your favorite music channel um, Pulse. Pulse. I like Block Party. I like I like Block Party too. Yeah. yeah. I am obsessed with Odyssey's That's Love. Yeah. I keep listening to it and full it drives fully crazy because it's a heavily sampled song that's uh-huh. very repetitive. Uh-huh. So if you loop it for like two hours straight, you Which go crazy. But I that's love it. Love. It's like it's uh it's it's very distinct. I'm sure it's, I've heard it before. That's it. Yeah, she, had, eight it, hours. she had it on when she was cooking, and she it was just it was just fucking looping. Fully just, just came around the corner, like, "Are you repeating this?" Like furious. Like, how? Not this. Is, this is kind of goes contrary to how we're enjoying the game. But do you guys know how far into the game you are, quote unquote. Oh god, we're like not, barely any because like, we barely... keep ticking around. I'm just bothering. I'm just fucking yeah. around, getting bored. Because it's a hard game to understand. Because technically, there is an overall completion meter. I'm yeah. like at twenty percent, one percent, or something like yeah. cartoonishly low. Well, I guess the big way you can judge how far into the game is how many of like the big event races you've done where like racing against a blimp or a speedboat or a jet plane or something like that i did the train i did the train train, yeah train was fun 
Train was good. Um, I like that it tells you when it's loading up, it's like, how long you've spent in first place. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I've spent All the time. 35 to 40 minutes in first place. You fucking better believe it. Man, I love the fact that you can even, like, some of the races you can design for yourself. You can decide which cars you want in there. Yeah. And stuff too. Sometimes you can just race the, whatever the, the race is, but then there's the blueprint races where you can decide if you That's want smart. like a cross country thing do you want a bunch yeah. of laps inside the town one of one of the blueprint you can things... even name it so yeah like, on you the can totally name be it. like poop shoot yeah. spectacular <laughs> yeah. or something yeah. yeah i've seen some of yours and i'm like how old i should drive <laughs> that this? one but i don't own any of those cards yet and yeah. i don't i'm not focused um uh, the blueprint um uh bucket list things are this are actually kind of something i have the most trouble with because like i like the bucket list stuff um but I I don't want to I just just give them to me I don't have a car but I don't I don't yeah. dream about car like I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know what do I want to do with this car I drive off a cliff I don't know yeah too hey, much did pressure you, did you it's guys a lot get of the VIP version of the game yeah. Yeah. Right, so you're getting like at least the coin doubler so whenever yeah. you get the God slot bless. yeah because there you get so many times you'll get like two thousand well at right. least now it's technically it's four thousand yeah Jesus Christ yeah we I we got the fancy schmancy version and we tried well, I did it explicitly so we could get it. Early, yeah. which like, I really which, the games coming out this fall are doing this. I've never seen this before, but like Battlefield, yeah. smart. How else? Dishonor is two lets you play one day earlier. I'm like, that's <laughs> cheap, Dishonor two. Um, but uh, I'm really glad we did it, just because yeah, because they have a there's a thing in the game where every time you level up, you get to spin a wheel and you yeah. win stuff, and if it lands on credits or money, you automatically double by having yeah. this VIP. You get the VIP doubler. Yeah. And at great. the end of the day, frankly, it's a game that I'm glad I threw down extra yeah. money for because mm-hmm. it's not that I wanted, I, even without the bells and whistles, I genuinely think it, we've gotten $70 worth of pleasure out of it. And mm-hmm. besides there being, in those spin, in those level up spin things, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, some, the, the cars that you can win in uh-huh. there tend to have, um, tend to be boosted in one way or yeah. another. So yeah, like, I did extra. not, I yeah. did not fucking notice that until last night friday night or something like that and i was like oh i'm just gonna adjust the subaru a little bit and then like you're earning double xp for everything that oh you wow do. Yeah. and i'm like okay that's awesome that's a really i won one car idea. that has like double xp for like drifting or something yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. yeah um man that's one of the things i can't not do in the game there's like these drifting turn things yeah they're i cannot drift for shit one of the first you have a different car you like, have yeah, that have hard people say that yeah nice. you have to have the right kind of car for it <sighs> yeah because some cars you're like forcing an e-brake drift and mm-hmm. it's never going to be as successful as just a car that will naturally do I would it. assume maybe like a rear wheel drive there's something a something Subaru W I think it's a Subaru WRX is yeah. is one of the better drifting cars because it'll it'll just absently do it and yeah. you're like this is kind of terrifying <laughs> that this actually exists in the world have you guys gotten any crazy paint jobs no. Foley made so Foley's thing is that she does. Excuse me, I, I have, have a Foley. brand. My thing is that I make every car matte black. Every car matte black. It's with carbon red fiber. Rims. Carbon fiber matte black with red rims. <laughs> That's our brand. Except she has one car that she decided she wanted to make it look like a Victoria sandwich. Yep. And <laughs> yep. That is arbitrary shit, but that's great. And then, and then she changed the license plate to N O S G Y B T M. No soggy bottom. <laughs> it's, my, it's my Great British Bake Off car. It's Aww. your Gabo Beal. Yeah, <laughs> one of the first cars I got in the game when it was even before it was released to the public, one of the first big custom download things I could find for the Chevy the Dot is it the Dodge? The Chevy, ramp? Is it the, the truck? 
It's the death proof car. Oh yeah, yeah, the vanishing point car. Yeah, the vanishing point car, and it has the big death proof logo and everything. <laughs> nice, on it. nice. So, did you ever find that? No. Oh, because that's. Oh, not the vanishing point car. It's it's a stuntman Mike's. It's stuntman Max. That's Stuntman's what it is. Yeah, it's no, a no, dodge. No, no, I haven't, yeah, I haven't. I haven't dug through that. I mostly. I'll got... have to send you see if I can find a link to that because it's. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a black car, but it says it has the death proof logo yeah. on the front on the hood. But yeah. I mostly got really excited um, and tweeted at one of the. I think the the game's editor. Um, who's been very sweet and has been talking to me a little bit on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got really excited because one uh, the first like I think within the first three barn finds mm-hmm. you find um the Holden uh the seventies Holden um uh, which Warren uh, which freaks is, out about yeah which he freaks out about a, a a little oh I mean he freaks out about it a lot but it's it is the original Mad Max car yeah. And then the next car that you find, or like two cars down the way, you get the Ford Falcon, which is the one that everybody recognizes because it's the one that's actually from Road Warrior and that's yeah. from Thunderdome and everything which like I that. Which I tried to paint up. So you get these, you get these two cars. But I got excited about the first one because I knew that they 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 just they used an Australian muscle car yeah. for for the for the. Um, that's the actual first interceptor, movie. right? Yeah. The, yeah. The 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 um the Holden is the actual interceptor, and I was like, <gasps> and I'm like, do I get I get both? Mad Max cars? What are you talking about? Yeah. That was really exciting. So. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's the Mad Max. It's the second car. He's like, oh, this is perfect for the wasteland. You know, yeah, yeah. He, and, and he makes yeah. a comment about he can't really like, can't come out and say it specifically. Oh, but then he does. I mean, he does say that I tried to put, I tried to put a bunch of spikes and yeah, and a, and a crossbow and shit on it, but they wouldn't let me. And I think it's with the Holden that he's talking about. This will turn you into a, like a revving death machine, which is what the guy who they're chasing at the beginning of the very first Mad Max, the toe cutter, is mm-hmm. racing. That's he gives essentially gives his little speech about I'm a revving death machine. That was very cute. Yeah. Yeah, Because you can't have a car game in Australia not have a Mad Max thing. It's so great. It's so great. I'm really, I'm really kind of like fingers crossed and it doesn't really fit in the world at all, but like fingers crossed hoping that they do something and they throw like one of the, one of the Fury Road cars in. Man. Well, the DLC, you never know. Yeah. 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 Like whether it's a DLC thing or whether it's like you can, you can like get the car that was like Nux's car or something like that. Because it's that, that's just old. I mean, all all the cars in that movie are older. Yeah. Like like 80s or earlier stuff. There's no reason why they couldn't slot things slot that, that exist. stuff in there. Yeah, so I mean, technically, the war rig would be ideal, yeah. but I don't think the game's well, even, modeled for that. I don't think yeah. it's modeled for that, and it's like for how big that is. But what also would you like, do? Um, a Morton Joe's like double decker or something like that. Double decker yeah. limousine thing would be fucking. Phenomenal. I would love to take the war rig and drive it off one of like the driving jump, yeah. like jump off challenges. Yeah. Ugh. Um. It's Man, a, it's a fun game. I'm glad it's a fun game. with it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's. Uh, can't say it's the game of the year so far because I keep on forgetting. Uncharted came out this year, but I had a really good time. I I am glad I spent God, extra did, money on this thing. It? Yeah, it's been a weird year for games. Uncharted is probably still the best thing I've played so far. But yeah, story yeah. wise, I think that mechanics wise and kind of UI wise. Yeah. As of right now, Forza Horizon is 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 really up there. It's such a painless experience. Everything yeah. you do in that game, yeah. It's, it's there's it's so many things really to fun. do, and it's so pretty. And just I love the fact that like there's a whole jungle part with waterfalls, and there's a whole desert part and all city. Part how fucking and... how fucking strange is it that an open world driving game is like one of the most relaxing things that you can just sit back and do right now? <sighs> and it's so nice and big and beautiful, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just so yeah. like the the music choices, or you can just turn off the music and listen to podcasts if mm-hmm. you want or something. Like it is super fucking. Yeah. It is a paid. Vacation. It's so good. Yeah. No. It's it's yeah. So. Good. Um. What's the next game you guys are gonna get? 
Uh, well, I, we actually just got it. We just got Mafia 3. Okay. So we're digging into that. But then I think our next game on our radar is fucking uh, Battlefield, Battlefield comes out. Yeah. Technically a week from Tuesday if you get the early edition. <sighs> then it comes out that Friday if you just get the normal edition. So it's still that same week, but if you want it. You guys going to get the I early have no blah, idea. blah, blah, blah? I have no I, idea what was ordered. Last, well, when they first announced all the Battlefield stuff, I blindly pre-ordered the most expensive collector's edition just because mm-hmm. I figured that'd be the rarest one. If there's anything interesting in there, I'll keep it. It doesn't look like there is really interesting, anything interesting in there. I think we got there. just the regular old Plain Jane edition. Well, there's a Plain Jane edition, which is 60 bucks, And for mm-hmm. like 70 or 80 bucks. That's oh, the I version think that's comes the with, with the DLC. And it's shit. the early enlister version. Oh, I feel like I feel like we got because that had the um, maybe we didn't. Yeah, there is some DLC that. in that. It's eighty bucks, and, and we did that is the one. Yeah, okay. yeah, and there's going to be a fifty dollars premium pass. The only way to get that at launch is if you get like the two hundred dollars collector's edition oh, with the statue, which you, that's not really justifying. And actually, with the Amazon, if you get the retail disc copy, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of like knock fifteen bucks off the price. That mm-hmm. it kind of that if if I if the game's good enough, I do want to get that fifty dollars season pass later. Yeah. At least that kind of makes it feel kinda a little bit cheaper. If it. I only if if I bought the base game, that was yeah, you know, like almost like twenty I'm bucks just, cheaper too. I'm but, just fucking. Know. They they released that story trailer. Wait, is Battlefield One coming out coming out the same time as the Overwatch Halloween stuff? That's they they have just oh, this drives me nuts. I want I wanted to create. What's what's the Dave Chappelle crack smoking guy who's always like you got some of them? I wanted to I wanted to make a meme that said, "Blizzard, you got any of them Halloween outfits, <laughs> Halloween loot crates?" <laughs> um, but yeah, as soon as I was thinking about this week, because I assumed they would be doing their Halloween stuff the first of the month, and here the we rumor, are, we're a whole week in October, they haven't done it yet. The rumor is it's gonna be the eleventh or twelfth. Oh, really? That's okay. what the um, release so date Tuesday. of that comic is that got leaked. Oh. And um, if it's like the Olympics, the Olympics went on for three weeks. It went on for two that weeks during yeah. and then one week after. Yeah. So if they do it like the Olympics, we can we can get to Overwatch. And all that I'm stuff sure leaks. we'll talk about that yeah. in the Geek Week interview. But um, anyway, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Overwatch. Man, the last two uh, fucking <clears> brawls <throat> have been batshit bazonkers. Have what you were been they? playing it? They did the arcade no, mode. No, I'm so busy with Forza. Arcade mode, they did everybody was at like um your recharge rate was like twice as fast for your ultimates and everybody had like 200 percent health and shield that sounds like what they did for the first brawl in the first week it was because it was just because no one can die everyone's just murder it's just you yeah. can die it's just like you can all all the time basically <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's yeah. just like intense it was madness and then this week's i highly recommend firing up this week's brawl because it's every time you die you're a random hero you don't get to select your heroes. I think that's so... the second week they had too, because I remember that was great when the game first came out. That was a good way to learn new heroes because yeah. you had to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fucking batshit bazonkers. That's and it was actually yeah. I learned that I really like playing Zarya, so now I may make Zarya one of my mains because she was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, if you you have to play defensively defensively at first because she's kind of weak, but yeah, if yeah. you throw bubbles on other people or use yeah. the bubble about yourself and get yeah absorb yeah soak up all that. I got damage. I got to figure it out because right now my main is um, Lucio and Reaper. And Ryan, I'm learning Reinhardt, and I really like Reinhardt a yeah, lot. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I fucking can't wait, so fuck. No, this, I won't talk about the Hollywood This release. is the other thing I did this week, too, because PlayStation VR comes out this week. Uh-huh. And I, had, I again, this is something else I blindly pre-ordered just to see what the reviews Burr. would be. And all the reviews came out last week. They said it was actually for what you're paying. It's actually not that bad, but there's nothing really to play on it right. yet. And so I canceled my pre-order, and I got to thinking, well, if I'm going to waste $500 on something stupid... I'm thinking about getting that PlayStation Pro next month, and I, uh-huh. that got me thinking about, well, should I start thinking about a 4K TV? Uh-huh. And I started researching that stuff this week, and man, that's that's it's still kind of a minefield. I didn't realize like there's two competing AV standards for 4K yeah. TVs. Seriously, yeah. that's there's, horseshit. There's, Dude, it's Blu-ray. 
Yeah, it's kind of that. There's also latency issues. Some of the TVs are, depending on how what kind of HDR stuff they're using, can introduce a lot of latency. Which, if you're buying a TV for mostly for gaming, that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, There's a difference between 4K TVs and UHD TVs. Mm -hmm. There's Ultra H. 4K is actually just double 1080p, so it's like 2180 or whatever. Ultra HD is slightly less than. Okay. For some reason. It's like 300, 300 like, pixels less. Uh-huh. So technically, I don't know why, but it's something about the math. So, yeah, you have to decide, what, you have to really look really closely to find out if your TV that you're buying is actually true native 4K or if it's just the Ultra HD. There's all this, it's not really standardized yet. And so... But my only concern about you getting a 4K TV is I think you're too close to really, like... Well, this they... is the other thing. 4K TVs. It's hard to find a 4K TV that's not uh, oh, you, that's it, less than 50 inches. That's less than 50 inches. My yeah. TV that I, that fits into the space I have right now is 32 inches. It's a 720 720p mm-hmm. TV, and so 50 inches. That's like yeah. I don't have to hang no, it on the huge. wall or yeah. something, yeah. which is not a problem. Actually, I don't mind getting a bigger TV. Yeah. I don't. Which, but you way, might just barely have enough room to hang it on the wall with the configuration that exactly, you've got like a locking yeah. part of your window. Exactly. That's my problem because like I've got like so much space yeah. between the window and the bookcase here. So remember, that's the other remember thing. Remember that your friend Foley is butch as fuck and has a lot of power tools and knows yeah. about the wall anchors that can yeah. carry two hundred pounds a piece. Jojo pointed so. out I guess upstairs he has a TV that he didn't necessarily he wanted to like put it up against the wall but he didn't want to necessarily hang it from the wall. So I guess he got an L shaped piece of wood that's weighted on the bottom, and he just hung the TV from that, but it's still flush up against the wall. Yeah, it wow. just, he just didn't, you know, it's not actually hanging from the wall. Yeah. But that's not a bad idea. He even suggested that for down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, so that's a whole bunch of other things I started thinking about this yeah. week. Not that I'm committed. Sure. But JoJo really helped me out lately, at least thinking about 4K. And he's, Jesus. And he's thinking about getting replacing upstairs because, yeah. we, like, when he bought that TV we have upstairs, like, it's a 40-inch TV. We remember thinking, that's like, oh my god, it's big. It's like having a home theater. So good, Now yeah. we're like, this is like, that's like a little bedroom TV. You know? I know. Yeah. And so... Yeah, Philly yeah. and I were talking this morning, because I remember when we <laughs> first started, got together and were shopping for TVs, you insisted on getting a... 26. 26 versus a 32, because 32 is too big. Yeah. And now she's basically like... Uh, the next, the next, the next TV that we get, I'm like, it's gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be sixty inches, sixty or over. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. well, see, and the reason I bring this up is because you, I know you guys are thinking about uh, creating a new battle station, so you guys can play not just Overwatch. Well, no, but, but so when she's playing Overwatch, I could play I something play else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so if I were to get a like a new PlayStation and a new TV, yeah, I don't know if you guys would inherit want to inherit either of my TVs or my my TV or my old PlayStation. Oh, but no. yeah, we're still trying to decide if we're gonna get a ps pro yeah well i have to figure out that they haven't confirmed whether or not you can upgrade the uh, hard drives in the new ps pro 2 mm-hmm. because the, my playstation pro i've upgraded the hard drive in that and ideally i'd be able to just take the hard drive in this take it out and slap it into the new one sure but they haven't confirmed that and that comes out in less than a month it's yeah. kind of weird they haven't talked about yeah. that but yeah it's kind they of a, they don't no one absolutely needs any of this shit well technically no one absolutely needs a tv but you don't I got need a, a video lot more game. done without it. Yeah, just a lot more done. Hey, let's talk about the most important thing that happened in the last. But it'd weeks. be really boring to like do a podcast. But what'd you do this week? Right. We watched the Great Fucking British Bake Off. <laughs> yeah, are you going to talk about the Great Fucking British Bake Off? Okay, which you can't do without a TV. Why Actually, are you? Why great are British so Bake Off on radio merits <laughs> emphatic expletives. So we are three weeks behind. 
Yeah, so we can, well, we can talk That's about that. That's a lot of British Bake Off to talk about. I really like this season. We're down to the nitty gritty, too, it's... where the only people left are, like, the really people, like, you don't want to see anyone leave. Exactly. Like, I really well, love Benjamin I've and Candice, Selassie, of people leave. and Jane. Like, yeah. those are my yeah. favorites. And uh, it's like, as soon You're as... You're for Jane? Because I can't decide between really Jane or like Candace. Because I literally oh, like I Candace. I said Candace, didn't I? Oh, Candace, wait, who did you Candace say? Is Candace. Candace, Lassie, Benjamin, and Jane. Yeah. Oh, you chose those, four people. Those are my top four. There those are like only be three four. people. I know, but those end. are my favorite. I mean, there could only be one. Yeah. If I have to boo one like of them, Andrew? it's going to be Jane. No. Fuck Andrew. <laughs> We lost Tom this week, and I appreciate Tom. I liked Tom. But, man, Actually, I like Andrew. I just don't love Andrew. He tried to fit too much fucking oats and shit in there. I like my notes, actually, for the notes. It's like, fuck off, Rav. We finally lost Rav. Oh, which I yeah. appreciate. He seems like a very sweet guy. That motherfucker could not bake. I mean, there was there were some <laughs> there were some uh, uh, structural issues and some like timing issues yeah. with his stuff. His last thing they had to do a triple decker. I think it was botanical week. They all they all had to do like flower flavored cakes. Uh-huh. And yeah. he did a triple decker, and he was the only one who didn't like have different flavors for each yeah. tier yeah. of his cake. Yeah, and they even came out and said this is a very plain cake, and it's also not executed very well. It's like a double bad. Yeah, like, yeah. At least if he tried really hard and fucked up, that would be yeah. at least some kind of ambition there. Well, that's Candace. That's like, what Candace. Candace doing. always exactly, does two hundred percent. Well, she did like what they had to do like mini cakes for the dessert week last week, and she suspended her cakes in like little gelatin inside little like little uh, margarita glasses. Yeah. She's crazy. I she's, love her. I love. She's so stressed out and freaked out know, all the time. Yeah. But she drives herself nuts. It's yeah. Great. She. It's her own ambition. So I saw a lot of people uh, freaking out about her hair because now she suddenly has like you know like she's like. She did. did she like bleached her God, temples or something. She, she did something to her hair. Well, if they're not com- OMG, <laughs> what's that mean? I don't know. Selassie did Fucking it. Fucking internet. Frosted <laughs> tips. Oh, I love people freaking oh, out about Selassie and Benjamina. They're cute, like, flirty. No, see, I I ship Selassie me. So let's be honest here. Even <laughs> while well, I'm watching it with Dylan, and even Dylan's like, "Oh, how you doing?" Because he's so God. like he's so he's handsome. Everything rolls off his back. Yeah, and he's always just kind of looking around. I would happily roll right off his back. I'm just saying. Dude, I'm sorry. Always I'm horny for face. that man. He is beautiful. <laughs> He's a dude. He's very I like he drives him. to work in a three-piece suit on a motorcycle. I like Come him on. big and stacked, and he that. And I love it. I like. Guess what, buddy? You 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 benefit from. Have that you noticed that Jane too. purrs whenever he's around audibly? <laughs> <laughs> she does. I think, I think I think all the women that are left do think he's like super cute. And then there's he like super cute. And then there's he's like got that little fucking smile. Are you does. kidding me? He does. Even Mary it's Barry like an explosion is like, in my vagina every time. Dear and Lord. then and then there's fucking Andrew sad eyes, Tom. Sad, he looks like a haunted photograph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does. <laughs> He does. Um, what a season! He's like a, he's like a, It's funny because like for the longest time it's been it's been a Weasley and then uh, Harry Potter's behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's um uh, the cursed child. My yeah. uh, Joshin and Bahar will watch it together, and Bahar cannot tell the difference between Andrew's voice and Jane's voice. <laughs> so if she's like knitting or something, yeah, or she's yeah. like reading something, she's like, "Wait, who was that?" And like yeah. we have to rewind it because she's like, "Wait, That's who the fuck was just talking?" Funny. Um. So yeah, we had, what we had pastries, which was Danishes, Bakewell tarts, amuse bouches. Uh-huh. That's one where Val finally left. Yeah, can't believe she even stuck it out as long as she did. But she yeah. was very sweet. She was one of the nicest contestants yeah. I've ever had. Um, also, one of my notes, uh, I freaked out about this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Maxwell Motley kind of slagged back at me. But I was like, really, Paul Hollywood has never even heard of peanut butter and banana. 
as a as a flavor. It's a combination. very American thing. It's a very American. Thing. And it's a very someone... Southern American. Oh, I thing. forgot to bring this up. I found video of young Paul Hollywood from two thousand and one having come back from the America, talking about how he absorbed all this information from eating, America. Uh, like, and and the old video that you saw of him, he was eating a banana dipped in peanut butter. Yeah. So, so he, he lied. Fucking faker. <laughs> That's fucking so lied. He's a liar. And I, fucking found, I found an old video of Mary Berry on a cooking show from nineteen seventy two. Was she? She look hot. She looks like young. Mary. It's weird. It looks like like in 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 the Hold fucking on. Marvel movies where they have to de-age like <laughs> okay, Iron I'm Man. Gonna, it was kind of like that kind of thing. Now. But I was like, how like how does Paul Hollywood position himself as this worldly baker, especially someone who picked up so much knowledge from America? Has never even heard of peanut butter plus. I mean, here's the thing. Bananas. I grew up in the South. I grew up in Georgia. I grew up in Louisiana. Yeah. I grew up in Texas. I'd never had peanut butter and bananas. Oh, damn! <laughs> oh, fully just <laughs> lo- looked up young Mary Berry. Damn! That's what I'm saying. She looks very studious. She looks like she could, like, she's like... She go... That's not, that's not a damn of wow... Damn, that's studious! Damn, look, how stu- look how learned she I looks! Like no, I actually think she's kind of hot. That's, bon- what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm someone who has a boner for Mary Poppins. Of course I'd be like, yeah. damn, studious. Okay, fully found a picture of Mary Berry smoking a cigar. That's the most important photo of the day. Really? Is that young Mary Chomping Berry? Chomping on a stogie. Good job. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so we lost off. Rav. Uh, we lost Tom. I'm trying to think of anything else crazy. Yeah, uh, again, Great British Bake Off. Everyone's in love with white chocolate, specifically putting nuclear I green. <laughs> I don't understand Shit. it. Shit. I don't understand it's it. It's fucking crazy. White, <laughs> cho- white chocolate is wax. I love it. <laughs> I'm the only person in this room who kind of likes white chocolate. It's gross. But it's funny because the British are all like, oh, you guys like that Hershey's chocolate. We have that Cadbury's chocolate. It's so much better. But then they, like, their love of white chocolate wipes out any sh- shit <laughs> any they give elitism. us for Hershey's. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 at least true. Hershey's is actual chocolate. Yeah. I will white say, chocolate, it's candle wax. Yeah, it's candle wax. Under uh, <laughs> the right circumstances, not that bad. But when people are like, like another right of town of like yeah. when you're melting it on your lover. <laughs> <laughs> We're um oh. uh, to be fair, a uh, friend my some of my um, friends sent me some stuff uh, from the UK, and the, and and Alice sent me uh, a bar of Cadbury chocolate. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Oh yeah, Cadbury no, it's not bad. Is the oh, bomb? Although British good. like UK fudge is like so packed with like crystalline. Ch- like sugar, mm-hmm. it's like eating rock candy, but like this mm-hmm. happens to have like a cocoa flavor on top. But it's got a soggy bottom. It does. Yeah. <sighs> I, I have to resign myself to the fact that most British so- pastries I would actually not like. But, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be for the next for the next episode of British Bake Off. Yeah, because it's fucking Tudor Week. Oh, it's the first time they've ever had a Tudor Week. It's yeah. almost like they're doing the freestanding pies. Yeah, that ah, dog. Year, her last year was it last year or the year before last where they had the really young lady. Yeah, who did that? Yeah, yeah, the, all the, the family fat pouring out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Ma- man, Martha. Yeah, yeah. Martha. Martha yeah. sprung a leak. Those pies look good though. Yeah, they have those at Trader Joe's. They have frozen ones, and they're not actually that good. My heart was kind of broken. I can't believe a frozen <laughs> meat pie wasn't delicious. But it looks so good on the British makeup. Bill, I bet you if you had a fucking fresh one, it'd be amazing. Yeah. I know, I gotta make one, man. Frozen pie ain't fresh. We're coming one. up on our last episode of Real Bake Off ever. I have to no, do something. I have to make something. Lord. That I got me wake. thinking. I was almost tempted to buy up all the Great British Bake Off books that are on Amazon because God knows if they're going to be available. Because they were actually out of stock for the longest time until very recently. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about just getting them just, just for novelty's sake, just to have them on hand. But that's like $100 because yeah. it's like half a dozen cooking books. But... So speaking of Bake Off, Bill uh, this week has presented us with some trinkets that we can now judge live. Bill indul- indulged himself and 
and got some purchases from uh, Swiss Colony Catalog. Bill, do you want to tell us a little bit about we these? We had successful uh, 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 live taste tests on the past of their yeah. Christmas treats. Now they're the specifically yeah. marking fall slash Halloween treats. All right. So Bill, what do you have you guys, for us? Yeah. You have the spiced apple cake and okay. the spiced pumpkin cake. Okay. Uh... I'm curious to see what you guys think. Right, what are you so going to go spice, with first? I'm going to go with spiced apple because I love a good They're essentially, apple cake. I thought they were going to be larger cakes. These are essentially These just... These are cake yeah. bites. Uh, yeah. They're covered entirely with frosting, even the base a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Warning, they're filled with cake with the, with a cream cheese center. Okay. Right, uh, so if you don't go. care much for so cream cheese... Little, so it's not a bug. Yeah, All right. and, and they're sculpted to look like little pumpkins and or apples. Oh, that really does taste like spiced apple. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was I'm not a big pumpkin fan, so that I was really hyped to see what the spiced apple ones would taste like. I was really disappointed with the apple ones because the the waxy chocolate outer coating I thought yeah. that tasted like biting into, uh, like like a fancy like apple ca- a candle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Because it's so, like that artificial the, apple. It's the the artificial like waxy taste chases up at the hundred percent too. Yankee candle. It yeah, does. that's exactly. It Yankee tastes like a Yankee spice candle smells. Two hundred percent wax mustache. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing. And I think actually the funny thing is, actually I'll wait until you guys taste uh-huh. the pumpkin. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to blast you guys with my theory about <sighs> what these are actually comprised of. But Fully your thought? You, oh, I hate that. I'm not finishing it. So. You like it, Annie? Because you guys are welcome to take these I home. I mean, you, 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 you. I just like eating garbage. I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? getting fancy. Okay. Going now they're going to try the now. orange. Here we go. The, <laughs> the pumpkin. Spiced cake balls. Soggy bottom. They do have kind of wet bottoms. Like slightly moist. That's that's, that's less egregious. Mm-hmm. That's less egregious to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my opinion too, mm-hmm. yeah. I my Here, sus- on this one, the pumpkin sneaks up on you. My suspicion is that they are the exact same cake. It's, <laughs> it's only the wax coating that kind of gives it either a pumpkin or an apple flavor. I would believe that, yeah. Um, that and for the reason, like... The pumpkin doesn't quite taste so much just like a pumpkin scented candle, so it's a little more mm-hmm. it tastes a little more organic, but yeah, it's it's they're yeah. not the apple one actually I do not care for. I was really yeah, surprised. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And neither of them, frankly, I would ever eat again. They were pretty expensive too, which is kind there of a bummer. Go. Yeah. I think it's because you have to make those damn preservatives so that they last two and Oh my god. It fully just took two halves of the one she had and just kind of mashed them together. Delicious. Yeah. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! <laughs> So what else have been going Speaking on? Speaking of strange things mashed together, it is new to t- it is new TV season, everybody. Oh, happy new television! <laughs> and we've been watching. We've been, we don't. We're not big television people, but we're watching a few new things. Um, mm-hmm. The Good Place is the new show yeah! from the showrunner from I'm, Parks and Rec. It's surprisingly terrible. It is weird. It is so high I, concept. <clears throat> No, Are you I'm making actually, a joke? Okay. I'm actually having a really good time See, with to it. Me, I've it been is... forcing it on other people. I'm yeah. like, hey, let's watch a good place. Imagine Parks... What the fork? <laughs> Imagine Parks and Rec and what was the fucking Pie Eater show? Oh, Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies. Oh, yeah. It is like it, high... It's even got similar music a little bit. It has high... It's like high concept artificiality <laughs> of the um, of Pushing Daisies with the kind of comic sensibility of Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Even uh, spoilers for the first couple episodes of The Good Place... Jean Yu, mm-hmm. or what's his real James Mendoza? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
even he's kind of like Tom Haverford, if Tom Haverford oh, was even so, stupider. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It, the, this show is so fucking high concept. The concept of the show is it takes place in the good place, which, like, only 0.000000001% of humanity gets to go to. It's essentially heaven. The majority of people go to hell because you have to be super good, like, as in the top thousand people ever to go to the good place. Yeah, and they show in the pilot that, like, the way, how it's determined where you go. It's just they simply count up all the bad things you've done versus the good things. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's just the good thing. It's not even like they can cancel each other out. And if you hit a certain score threshold, you're automatically sent to the good place yeah. when you die. Yeah. But very few. They're talking about all these famous yeah. kind people who don't make it into the good place. And uh, so the premise of it is, um, it's Veronica Mars. It winds up in the good place. And she's like, oh, but she is not a good person. She's, in fact, a terrible, shitty person. She just happens to have the same name as someone else who was supposed to go to the, yeah. good, the, the good place. And so she's yep. baffled why she's there. She's trying to figure out. And that's kind of the premise of it, is that this terrible, shitty person in heaven. And uh, it's a weird, high concept. It's ver- The show is like... An, it's like this heightened artificial world that they're set place in and well, like so, they use a lot of visual effects. Yeah. And... So when you go to the good place, you're put into a small community of like maybe like 300 other people who have just recently died. And also everyone's paired with their, uh, soulmate. soulmates, mm-hmm. which I guess in this world, no one has ever met before. You don't yeah. see any like pre-existing couples in heaven. Everyone just suddenly gets paired off with a soulmate you've never actually met before. And her soulmate is this really sweet guy named Chidi. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chidi is a, when he was alive, he was a professor of ethics. And so he's trying to teach her how to be good yeah. so she doesn't get kicked out of heaven. Yeah. And the other main character is Michael, who is the guy who is the architect of this this particular neighborhood. He's essentially an angel yeah. who's in charge of... He is some sort of supernatural creature. He's, yeah. he's something because he doesn't understand people things. Yeah, he's only he's only, he's only just sometimes, started like having a corporeal human form. Sometimes just to I wonder if he's everybody. actually like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, they avoid. A lot of people are wondering, like, is this actually life or death? Is this actually some kind of weird thing? Is this a computer hologram? Like, there seems yeah. to be some story. And even actually, Michael Shore, the creator of the show, who also created Brooklyn Nine Nine and Parks yeah. and Recreation, he's come out and said, yeah, he's actually there's a whole Lost style plan yeah. for at least two or three years of the show. There's, yeah. there's going to be some twists and turns going yeah. coming up. Nice. And how they specifically, like, there's been a couple bugs in the system. Well. The presence of Veronica Mars, actually, mm-hmm. her psyche actually has a damaging effect on the good mm-hmm. place, so if yeah. things go wrong... Yeah, whenever she's a sh- really shitty person, it literally disrupts Yeah, the fabric of reality random. starts to warp, yeah. and Michael has to fix it. But then there's also other... Well, the, just even by virtue of the fact that she got in the good place suggests that that place isn't perfect because they fucked up. Yeah. And so there seems to be some kind of history as, like... And no one's allowed to talk about the bad place... Yeah. And, like, you kind of wonder why, and just, yeah. there's there's some shit going on. Yeah. But it's really just so strange, because I can't remember the last show I saw on network television that this was we- that was this weird and high concept. Yeah. But there's some funny jokes. I like that. Well, the what's, are well, what's fascinating is that the way it's shot and edited is more like something like um uh something like uh, fucking pushing daisies where it's very a lot of CG and and it and it's like fanciful. literally like the editing it's not like your Parks and Rec sort of handshaky faux live documentary because even Brooklyn Nine Nine has that sort of editing for no reason even though yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not it's even, not even, it's not even justified by anything well at yeah. this point it's not even like a conceit anymore now it's just a visual yeah. and it's like but it's a very particular sort of fast editing and this is shot and edited almost more like a more traditional com- com- drama or dramedy sort of yeah. thing. Bullshit. 
and there's a running joke where you can't sw- swear, which is really good. It's real good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, fucking Veronica Mars is great. The casting is great. I like a kind of subtle, ambient joke where most of the background characters are non-white. Yeah. <laughs> which is really fucking nice because if you think about it, just not even, just by sheer dint of numbers, the percentage of actual white people on earth, I'm sure it's not, it, the percentages yeah. are still not correct, but it's a much higher than you well, normally see in television. About the good place is also super, like, high, it's every, it's very high strong kind of place. Yes. It kind of makes you wonder yeah. if you kind of have to be a high strong asshole to get into the yeah. good place. What the fuck is the name of the, the, the British lady? Tahani. Tahani. Tahani, Tahani is the funniest lady and it is it's just, she is and i realized i put my finger on it she is a female john cleese it is exactly that serious straight face like no like not implying any british, joke like ha 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 yeah like. she's a very proper british person who is not in on the joke per se yeah and it's she's so great. Fun- but she sits on this pile of absurdity yeah, yeah exactly that she lives by and, and dies by i hate to say it but god damn that lady's hot as fuck Oh, she's I beautiful. will tune into that show just because, like, I don't know if it's the British accent, the fact no, that she's she's, a, she's, she's eighteen feet tall. I mean, yeah. she's also what's funny because she started off she was quote unquote just a professional model, so you yeah. wouldn't think her comedic chops would be that God, good. But like, so I, good. again, she's another kind of high strung person who yeah. she's like even when like she has everyone have a uh, she throws a dinner party where everyone's mm-hmm. gonna have their dinner is gonna be their favorite meal on earth, and she's like, oh, it's your favorite meal on earth. What fun! And you clap your hands together. <laughs> yes. I should hate this person, but yeah. she's like, her Bill, so I great. swear to God, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> has a line. Imagine John Cleese doing it. Oh it is like God. I realized that, and it totally is like, of course, that is this character. If John Cleese were an excellent lady, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! But and whole, I fucking love whole, her backstory. Yeah, her whole backstory. Yeah, with her. It's so well, good. and people point it out it's kind of like a funny Lost too, because yeah, you got all yeah. these people stranded on an island. Yeah, technically. With all these flashbacks to find out how they got there and what they did. Yeah, yeah. and there's an overall kind of like ar- arching mystery. Yeah, and yeah. That's I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of that that framing device of having there be like the current day. And uh-huh. the, yeah, kind and of then, like jumping and then back. The jumping yeah. back is also part of another show that we've been yeah. watching. Right, have we said all we, all we want to say about the good place? And can we transition to our other conversation? Uh, dog gets kicked, and I don't want you to enjoy. Oh, he gets kicked into the sun. That's the part of the pilot. But <laughs> yeah. That's the moment yeah. where the show was like, she's it. like, where's my dog? I'll make you a new one. And he's like, oh, the dog didn't love me. He's like, I can make this one love you more. Just like, yeah. Oh, Ted, I just love, because I, I grew he's, up watching Cheers, and it's yeah. great to see Ted dancing back. And, Ted and he's still Actually, funny. Ted dancing and Tahani are fucking hilarious together, so too, good. just as a comic duo. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I love about Parks and Recreation and Michael Shore's sense of humor and the kind of characters he sends to set up is that there's not not necessarily a lot of meanness to it, but no. that's not to say the humor can't sometimes be really they wicked. They kick the dog into the sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the characters, the core conflicts and their core interactions is never about mutual dislike per se. And when it is, it's usually like a cartoonish extreme. Yeah. It's like, like Jerry Gergich is like a cartoon, like everyone hates him for no reason. And the rest of the time, the conflict well, comes from just characters like... He's Jerry. He's Jerry. He's Jerry. I, I still he's love Larry. that about Parks and Recreations. The one arbitrary bit of meanness <laughs> on the show and it's so deep rooted and consistent <laughs> and never 
explain, but, but it's it also fair. it also it also runs runs stuff with his ex wives. Well, yes, yeah. but that that and that like, that's more justified because his ex wives are bonkers. The hatred between Pawnee and, and Pawnee and Eagleton. Uh, and Eagleton. Yeah. yeah, but that's one of the things I like about the Good Place is that these characters. It's just these well defined t- trying to be good hearted people for the most part, and just uh, and they're all very clear and their characters are pretty dialed in, and then just like the weird wacky shit they get into. Yeah. yeah. And I do love Veronica Mars. She's really great. Oh, she's, I love that she's on TV again. I mean, I know she's like, she's been a movie star and, you know, she's got frozen money. She doesn't need to do the show, presumably. She's so good at being a shit. She is really good at being a shit. It makes me want to see Bad Bad Moms. Moms. Yeah, we need to see Bad Moms. I keep on hearing good things about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't What's Her Catherine Hahn in that? Yeah, mm-hmm. my girlfriend Which, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, and, uh, no, that's and uh, what's her fuck? Mia, Mia Kunis. Mia, Mia Kunis. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Catherine so, Hahn. Okay, so, God, I love Catherine Hahn. Uh huh. What else you guys been watching? Uh, no, the other show we got into, we've been watching is Pitch, which is another high concept show. Is that good? Because that, that it's again not not for horny Bill to kick back in, but that lady seems such like an attractive young lady. The show is one of those shows where I I don't know I fully and I've been disagreeing on this a little bit because I don't know if it's if it it feels like it's hitting a lot of kind of obvious notes, but I. Like the kind of story that it's telling so much that I'll forgive it those things. I just think it's great. Yeah, fully just likes it uh, without without qualifications. But um, I just enjoy it. It's it's hard. I like to think instead of it being about the world's first female baseball pitcher, it's about the most beautiful manly man. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> old just, Zach Morris. Fucking yeah. Zach Morris is beautiful, and Zach I feel Morris? very uncomfortable uh, about Mark it. Paul, Mark Paul Glossier. I do not feel comfortable about my crush. He has be- a beautiful, like, and a his, real he's kind on of that show? beard. Yeah, he's the and his eyelashes the, uh, are so long and curly. Have you seen a picture of him old? God, no, and I he's thought so he just thick. stopped existing after 1999. No, he's no. around. He's thick. He got a beard. He's kind of mean. And I predictably have a giant go. crush he looks, on him. He looks beautiful. God, he he's 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 built like a monster. I love him. And, uh, he turned into a thumb in I a way that I could see why he's he's, he's very. He handsome. turned into my type, and it really makes me uncomfortable. Also, his um, does he still turn to the camera and go? Arr? He doesn't not. <laughs> but his um his voice is so good, and then yeah. he's his wow. character is so great. Is he one got, of the main characters? Though? He is. Yeah. yeah he's okay. and and that relationship between because she's a pitcher. Yeah, I was about to say that. Seems like, like that relationship big... is really strong, and he is totally he plays the playboy. Um, like, like you know, he's he was the most uh, important yeah. player on that team. But yeah. he's kind of at the end of his career. Yeah. How many episodes have you seen so far? Three. I think because like three the TV out. season just started like yeah. like three weeks I think ago. It's, so yeah, I think sense. it's yeah. I think it's three at this point. It's just it's got a great Pretty cast. Good show it's so a lot of fun. The music is all by what the fuck are they called? They're Black called Violin. Back Black Violin, which is this real, which is a clever thing because that is because the the premise of the show is that she's the first um, female baseball player. She's also African American, and yeah. what I like is that that is secondary to the female thing. Yeah. Which which is just nice. They don't really tr- deal. They haven't really dealt with that because that's not the focus, which I really enjoy. And I'm um, assuming it's like the West Wing, and where it's not actually the, uh, the actual what's uh, Major League Baseball. It's like no, probably it is. like oh, it actually it's is. Actual, she's on yeah. in the. Pop they race. actually have oh, it actually because I thought yeah. it was going to be fake. I thought she was playing no. for the San Francisco Gold Miners. Yeah, I don't know if the minor teams are real. Um, but, I think I think they. I mean, I think yeah. oh, that's interesting. Does are. it take place in the future or like an alternate reality? It's like the present. It's like okay. the present takes place. Okay, now. I'm glad, glad they're just saying this is just something that's happened. It hasn't happened it's, in our it's real world. It's treated yet, but... very much so, almost like it's a dramatization of a real thing that happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. good. And one of the conceits I like is that the whenever she's on a talk show or you see a baseball game, mm-hmm. that is shot 
like those things are. Yeah. So like when she's on fucking not, not Jimmy Kimmel. Well, not Jimmy Kimmel. It it's was like the high other frame one. rate. Just kind of looks like the source. It wasn't Jimmy Kimmel. It was the other one. What's his butt? Who dated Sarah Silverman? Wait, no, that is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy yeah. Fallon? Wait, no, is that Jim- I mean, no not Jimmy Fallon. You're, you're right. It's, it's Jimmy Seth Kimmel. Myers. Right, right. It is not Jimmy Fallon. My brain was like, Jimmy, late night. And I was like, fool, you wrong. David Letterman dated Sarah Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. She likes to anyway, talk about his beard. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Who doesn't? Talk about um, gold miners. a cat run by the window. Oh, now that we've torn out all the fences and stuff and the, like around like our backyard, yeah. cats love coming. Cats will come to this window and just say, what's what's this fat thing inside this <laughs> inside this box looking back at I me? I found a Totoro. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the, that all that stuff is all shot like that is. So yeah, that's a baseball cool. game is shot and edited like a baseball game, in, unless you have like the kind of like personal moments, which then switch to how the show is shot. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And um, that's it's just, just like, smart. It's just, yeah. smart. it's just like, you and know. it's it's done similarly to the Good Place, except in a drama. Is it like a drama? Yeah, because we, we have flashbacks. You have flashbacks, and you're oh, bouncing yeah. back, and you're learning. You're learning history. Do you see her as a kid, like learning to play baseball? You actually do. That makes sense. You would do that. Is, yeah. Yeah. I. It's 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 a pretty it's it's a pretty good show. I'm enjoying it. I'm, it's is, it's hard to make a good show about sports. Yeah. It, it feels like it should be a mini series rather than a, a t- American. Yeah. I wonder series, how they keep this going because you know? if yeah. the novelty exactly. of it's the world's ladies' first base basketball player. Because right now, right now, a lot of the drama comes from the fact that she is the odd man out. That's so about to say that can't and last forever. Yeah. And so she's already started to um become bond with her team and so I'm curious to see what the conflict will yeah. be in the shows that goes on. I will say this, I feel like the um her agent, though I like her, and the guy who is like the the ma- un- manager under the owner dude, mm-hmm. I feel like they they are not as compellingly cast as part of the som- ensemble as Mark Paul Gossler and Ginny is. Yeah. So um, we'll see, but we'll see as it goes on. But yeah, the dude who plays the owner, or like the not the owner, but he's like the dude who's like the money manager, yeah. is the this character actor who usually he's usually in the Christopher Guest movies. He's married to fuck. I I can't remember any. Mark Consuelos? Kelly Ripa. Allie Larder? Yes. No. He's like he's he's a very small man and he usually plays like the money a money du- money dude and he's kind of balding. I'm looking at the cast right now. I don't see anything specific. Well, yeah. Anyway, okay. he's a it, it mostly used That's to be neither big parts there. of comedy and he can't really carry this. They had what's her butt show up from uh fucking what am I? Bob Balaban? I have no idea. As the Padres owner? Maybe that's him. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, that guy. With yeah. the glasses and the beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he plays he the... He has a Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's been I around forever. I think of him only as Christopher Guest bit actor. Yeah. Because he's in most of those He films. was in Moonrise Kingdom. Did you ever see that? Nope. You might hate it. Yeah, I hate it. It's about two kids who get married. <laughs> Fuck that. I just Um, <laughs> I love Bob Balaban, though. <laughs> Anyway, um, what's her butt from fucking what's her butt? She sh- was in fucking... Heroes? Was she in Spin City? Was she in, like, fucking... Dan Laria's in it. I can't speak to him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was the dad on The Wonder Years. Yep. Yep. Oh, he's he's great. He plays the manager. The manager, yeah. He's really good. Anyway. There's Tim Joe as Elliot, Jenny's social media manager, Megan Holder as Evelyn Sanders, Blip's wife and Jenny's friend. Mo McCray as Blip great, Sanders. Actually. Yeah, she is pretty good. Mark Consuelos. Yeah, Paul, Mark Paul Gossi as Mike Lawson. Fuck. God. 
I'm really uncomfortable with my crush on Zach Morris. Why? Because it's Zach Morris. It's Zach Morris. Well, it's okay because like he grew up to be a handsome beefcake that you can like, and the guy who played AC Slater uh-huh. is an asshole. <laughs> what? What happened to AC Slater? Oh, he's just he's just like that, that, he's just he's just a dick. Anyway, I'm sure Mike Paga. Man, Mike there's a Who's really the easy. Boss reunion in the latest Entertainment Weekly. I want to read it just to see how uncomfortable everyone is around fucking Tony Danza. We've got a lot of stuff to go through. So Luke Cage, Bill, tell us about Luke Cage. Luke Cage is fantastically cast, beautiful music, uh-huh. not very good. Okay. Uh, the first epi- couple episodes start off well. The last episode or two are pretty good. It sags immensely in the middle. The plotting is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those shows where characters will make bad decisions just or otherwise the plot wouldn't work mm-hmm. and it gets really creaky in the middle of the show it's funny because i seem to be the odd man out because everyone like almost an, like unconditionally loves this show do you do you think they're just looking at the attractive man who's playing luke cage and going mm, just they forgot yeah. They, yeah they like the first footage from the first couple episodes came in and they were in the middle of writing and they kind of like lost track and they just kind of like <laughs> just made up some shit at the last minute and said this is the script no the cast is the man playing luke cage one of the most charismatic motherfuckers I've ever seen on yeah. any screen, the big screen or small screen. He's just great. Just yeah. dignified, very compelling. Big, tall, very sweet, very smart, very awesome, just super cool. Um, uh, you got fucking What's-Her-Face. Rosaria Dawson. Rosaria Dawson. Mm-hmm. She only shows up towards like, the second half of the Makes series. Sense. Uh, but the main uh, cop lady, she's uh, Misty Knight. She's super badass. I mm-hmm. want her to play the captain on the new Star Trek show. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, the two villains on the show, it's Alfrey Woodard. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Star Trek First Contact and a whole bunch of other stuff. She's great. She's an evil politician. Mm-hmm. And there's a, uh, an evil gangster named Cottonmouth, and they're the two bad guys. And the, the guy who plays Cottonmouth. There's a third bad guy who shows up later who is boring and generic as fuck, and the actor is way too hammy. But until that point... Everything fine. But yeah, fucking great. The f- it's weird too because the the soundtrack is totally like seventies black exploitation. Uh-huh. Even though nothing in the movie, in, nothing in the show is shot like that, yeah. and there's nothing black exploitation to be about the content, so it really doesn't make any sense. It's just kind of boilerplate Marvel superhero stuff. Yeah, it's I I mean it's like if you put like like super girly music over Jessica Jones just because it's about a girl. It's a little bit like you can do that affectation, and it's kind of interesting, I guess, but. I mean, the, the music is good, though, yeah. even though it, like, it's I've not reflected it's amazing, in the content it's totally of the show. Dissolent. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot, there's some great moments in there, but, like, in terms of plot, well, yeah, the, the writing's fucking retarded. Yeah. It's, I should not say that it's fucking Thank you, Bill. mentally not, disabled. Oh, wow. It's, Bill. <laughs> it's, it's just not good. You got had a stroke. Just yeah. say, Bill, you're getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. This tr- uh, it's 2016. This is Bill's year. This writing <laughs> is multiple sclerosis. This oh, writing God. is mediocre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. doesn't merit the rest, the quality well, of the rest way. of the show. Let's put it this way. I thought there was only 10 episodes, and when I got to the 10th episode, I realized there were three more episodes, because ah. there's actually 13. I was a little bummed, because I, like, I was so invested, I was like, oh, I might as well finish it off. But but the performances are so good, and the yeah. actors are so good, and even like the choreography, some of the fight scenes aren't yeah. very good. They're kind of just sloppy and kind of... Hmm. I don't know. But it's interesting, because it's it's not just got a black cast, but there's actual black writers, and the showrunner's black, mm-hmm. and so it's actually made by black people for once. Yeah. And so, I don't want to slag on it too hard, but it's still a little disappointing, just like... I Jessica can't Jones- believe that the casting and aesthetic were dialed in on a Marvel property, but the writing was mediocre. Yeah. I am shocked. Did you guys finish Jessica Jones? Yeah. I really did. I, did. I was surprised at how much I like Jessica. A lot I'm of surprised how much I don't it. like. 
I can't deal with the subject matter of Jessica Jones. Subject matter is real. Well, hard. and that's interesting because, like, Jessica Jones felt more like it was about something. And yeah. that's kind of what made it uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I, Luke Cage, there's all the black stuff, but it doesn't seem to be quite so pointed. There's... But, then I kind of, but then I kind of wonder if, if, if to some degree, its meaning and carriage is lost on... Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. As a white guy, I'm sitting yeah. there going, like, why doesn't it speak to me as much as oh, yeah. Jessica Jones? But although that, its whole metaphor of this mind control guy who's telling her to yeah, smile... Yeah, it's a pretty that's explicit. That's more ex- yeah. explicit and writ and, large. And, and, you, and you, to some degree, you, you, you can have a, a greater understanding for that. I think yeah. that... I, I wonder... I wonder if this reaches people in that community more yeah i've heard of i've heard people but i don't voice know some discomfort with how conservative luke cage, luke cage is as a character like i mean he's, he's pretty corny well no, no no not corny but like like politically conservative kind of old school there's like, a lot of that right show where it's not mm. trying to, well yeah he's very yeah he's not super mm. he is kind of squ- he is both corny and square in both perspectives and that yeah. as a character he's just kind of corny but he's yeah. also mm. He is also very kind of reserved, and mm-hmm. he's not really out there as a character. Mm-hmm. Which people point out, the original Luke Cage was super black exploitation. He'd like yeah. really fuck him up, everything, yeah. and like really confrontational with the cops, and like that was the whole point of his character. It was a little but bit like a goofball. That's weird to do in this. Yeah, exactly. It's, in 2016, and the guy playing weird. Luke Cage is so good at the reserved, dignified, yeah. quiet. Yeah. But man, there's a thing towards one of the last episodes where suddenly all it becomes the black it kind of turns into a robin hood story yeah where you got luke cage running around and he's being you know persecuted by the cops and all these different people in order to protect luke cage uh of course the most famous thing that luke cage is known for becomes quickly this black guy running around in a bullet riddled hoodie Mm because he always wears a hoodie and he's always getting shot at so his hoodies always end up being bullet riddled so in order to protect luke cage Everyone else in the neighborhood starts wearing bullet, like they start cutting holes in their hoodies. Oh, geez. So the cops, it, so it's they like can't an just, I am Spartacus. Sort yeah, of thing. No, I, 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 that is one of the best. That is one of the greatest. And I almost kind of wonder if like actual bullet riddled hoodies is actually going to become a thing in real life now. Which if, if it does, it's that's fucking great because that's also just a great statement. Yeah. But that's one of the few moments where it, like in the show, at least for me, I thought that ah, damn, that's actually really cool. And, yeah. And yeah. even just from the whole Robin perspective, but like, yeah, it's it's maybe the show had only been half as long. They could have condensed some of those good yeah. bits so yeah. it's just pure good. But there's a lot of fluff and filler and yeah it's like that's the thing that's a kind crime of like, procedural because there's a lot of stuff about him and the cops and yeah like, there's the well, crime see, that's the thing. It's like i really feel bad. weird that it's like how do you do that in 2016 yeah how do you tell that kind of story in 2016 and they didn't re- i don't think they thought about it as much as you have just even thinking yeah. about it like in terms of like thinking about the, like the yeah. It's, yeah it's... And you think it might be more about race in terms of, like, Luke Cage versus the cops, and him versus the cops only becomes a little bit of thing towards the end. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's only just because, like, the bad guys have manipulated the situation so the cops only, like... Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's the, the cops have been turned against this man. Yeah, when that you don't <laughs> even of pump up the drama bias. that much. Yeah, they can, I mean that's that's still an undercurrent in the show, and it's understood, yeah. but. Speaking of bi- bias... Didn't need to be pumped out, because it's already such a potent thing in real life. But yeah. and, and speaking of bias, and speaking of strong, uh, badass yeah. black protagonists, we got Mafia 3, and yeah, it, we, haven't, we haven't noodled around with it very much. Because it just came out like two days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we've only noodled around with it a little bit. I mean, it's like your expected open-worldy Grand Theft Auto-like thing. Yeah. I really like the city of New Bordeaux that they've built. Um, <laughs> the layout of it is sometimes a little weird. Like, you can't necessarily cut through like you think you might want to like the game itself seems a little kludgy a little buggy but i'm really enjoying it you want to talk about fucking good soundtrack 
killer mm. Well, that's what everyone, before this game came out, though, that's what everyone was freaking out about. Like, Black Protagonist, killer yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. And actually, now that the game came out, it seems to be more about the, how the game is buggy. Not yeah. even badly designed, but just like, like just, I mean, that kind of open world game, it's really hard to, to, to dial in that last. I uh, saw a lot of people slagging on Mafia 2, but I guess this is a new developer, so it sounds like they've done better, at least, than Mafia 2 did. Yeah. This Are you still is collecting a... Playboys? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the one thing I heard about the last couple Mafia, the first couple, yeah, was yeah. the, that's the collectible. Is it actually yeah. retro, actually, yeah. or are you seeing the naked ladies yeah. from, like, Well, you, you see, like, a tiny bit of the cover. Like you're, Oh, really? That's the other thing that's kind of fascinating <laughs> about this game. You remember when Dead Rising came out, and everyone was like, I can't see this on my TV, and yeah, it was designed HD. for HD? Yeah. This almost feels like it's designed for 4K. Because, like, the text is sometimes a little too small, yeah. and all this stuff is a little see, too small. See, I was small. wondering about that with the jump to 4K, yeah. like, how you, like, even if you yeah. play old games, how that's gonna look. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because it's, like, there, it's like some, there are moments where I'm like, it's hard for me to tell what's going on. Unless getting old i could also be getting what old. is this she's saying one thing they one thing in the ui that i kind of really like is um the pathfinding whenever you set a lo- destination on I think your map about this, and yeah. you're driving down the streets rather than having like a line that you follow they put like a there's like a street sign on the corner of each street that tells you either to go straight or to turn is right or left or something it's like a it's 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 designed like other elements in the ui where it's black and white Oh, okay. And it's just like the subtle little thing. It's That's almost nice. Where it's too nestled subtle. in the world. Yeah. But yeah, if you're in a chase or something like that, I could see it being well, a bitch because... I think when you're in chases, all those indicators go away and you just need to get away. Okay. Is how it works. But At if least there's so a race far. or something like that, Maybe, I could see yeah, if you're like in a high-speed thing, you can't be I like, okay, what direction? Yeah, Foley doesn't like it. I uh, dig it. There's no option to turn it off and to put on an actual no. normal... Well, we haven't really looked for one, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So, But uh, yeah, I really like the... It's um, hard. It's, it, it, it is hard to go from Forza. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing I was gonna wonder. Is, that is the to other like thing. like a B B B rated like I Grand Theft like, Auto clone. Yeah, I do like how the cars handle and everything. They feel very realistic, but it's crazy to be in Forza point of view, where it's like I can hit this and keep on going. You cannot in uh, this game. All the game. cars are like shopping carts. There's yeah. also kind of a great element where if there's a cop around, you better fucking watch out because if you do anything suspicious or if you drive erratically or anything, the cops will get after you. Okay. And it can, kind of feels like early Assassin's Creed. Yeah, in that way, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, see, it's... that's the nice thing. In Grand Theft Auto Five, they really beefed up the cops. The cops will blow you away in a heartbeat, which made me for it. Like, I actually play it. Had to play it more like an actual yeah. like I was role playing that character. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I now I'm like, fuck. There's a cop, and I slow down. Yeah, especially and as I... a black guy. Yeah, they're smart. The it's... cops should be more fucked up towards black people. Well, they they actually do. okay. So something that I caught while I was making dinner and Annie was playing Annie was playing part of it was. Depending upon where you are in the city, yeah. you know, there'll be, if there's witnesses to a crime, say, let's yeah. say that you've stolen. There's this witness mechanic. There's a witness yeah. mechanic. So let's say that you've stolen a car and there was a witness and the witness goes and the witness calls it in. Well, Annie's in the hollow. Annie's in like the, the, the shitty, the shitty part of town. Yeah. And, um, and it literally says the APB goes out and it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, if anybody's got time. If you're, in the, if you're if you're in the black part of town, yeah, yeah. If anybody's got time and wants to, <coughs> I think okay. she basically says something like, "Wants to put up with this." Seriously, wow. Like, okay. no, look yeah. at it, and it's so biased. Yeah. And it's so, and I was like, "Did she? Did that?" Did I she didn't even really? catch it at first. Foley had to point it out to me. And then the the next couple times that you did it, it's like it's the same. They treat, uh, whereas they they treat that area differently, yeah. and the APBs are treated a little differently. So that it's smart. It's and it's but there is there is inherent. 
Inherent racism, inherent bias. See, that's, that uh, that's I want to play this area. game just to see how they handle that. Yeah. It's well, so and they have this whole warning at the front of the game where it's like, <laughs> which is hey. fuck white people. Well, no, it's like, hey, this yeah. game is in the '60s. We wanted to have it be a very yeah. authentic sort of experience. It's gonna be fucked up. So you get don't they even say well, and, and all the time. They also say like like it's fucked up because that's how it's still fu- it w- to do otherwise would be like would like, be disingenuous. It, all so not only people of the past but the people who today has still like, they even yeah. point out that this shit's still going on today. Yeah, which, I was trying. It's, it's like the, the racial version plate. of the Assassin's Creed yeah. thing at the beginning where this game but was made except by all. That in, in Assassin's Creed, they're just like, we have all, we're from all sorts of different perspectives. Yeah, and this races. is a little more direct. This is explicitly where like, like this, this game deals with these things head on because it would be disingenuous not to and because this is things that people still deal with. I do want to blow away the KKK. Well, they do a really great job. I, I kind of love the fantasy I of it. I want to take a car into a KK rally and just fucking mow motherfuckers down. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. fantasy of this game is that you play this guy who goes off to Vietnam and you, you're a, 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 a strong, a good you're enough a, soldier. You're a good soldier. That you're, you're a good enough soldier. Um, black ops. Yeah, that you're put in special ops. And so when you come back home and things go bad you call your cia buddy and you basically call your cia buddy and so like shit goes down and you at the start of the game once you're done with the tutorial spoilers for mafia 3 though barely any is that your whole thing is that you call your cia buddy who's this like jack kennedy kind of motherfucker who just rolls in and you're like so i'm gonna take over this city and take down these fuckers who killed my family yeah and and he's like all right and so you've just got the cia dude who's well, like and that's pretty great yeah I, but like remember what i said i think yeah, the framing a, I, I think he's a senator but he may still be not in the not in the era of this game in though. the era of the game because no. the framing device of this game is that the people are being interviewed talking about your about Lincoln Clay about the protagonist. Oh, like and yeah. so they they so have Interstellar footage. where it's like there's the, we so you're seen such a plug so of this like joke is very funny. Well, no, no, Interstellar actually starts with like it takes place like there's interviews about like the dust storms that like actually like they talk uh, it, they, they, it talks about people in the future talking about how the Earth was dying and why everyone had to leave Earth. Uh, yeah. And the rest of the movie is actually about how people started leaving Earth. Yeah. So like yeah. the whole game is actually the framing device is you're being told about what happens. So you're by playing these a long teachers. flashback essentially, yeah. which is that's funny really because. Thing. when you die like it does the the it does the prince persia thing it's like wait 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 that's what happened yeah except it's this, <laughs> the, the one thing in this game unskippable, i like that yeah one thing about this game unskippable cutscenes. Mm. oh see and that sounds die, like like an, like an amateur developer where it's a little yeah and yeah. when you die there's this cut scene of this dude looking in disbelief at the files like wait that can't be what happened Huh. And this cutscene is maybe about four seconds, five seconds long. Yeah. And but... every time you fail a mission, you get to see this. And I'm like, oh man, but not this was a good fine, way, yeah. a good time. The first time I get the cover. joke. Yeah. 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 I'm like, no, but I man. really want to be well, able to thing, skip it. In Prince of Persia, it's just him just saying, no, wait, no, no, wait, no, that's, that's it. That, literally, it's a second and a half. Yeah. 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 Whereas this, yeah. But any get good. <laughs> I actually, I actually did put the. I was playing, and then a cutscene came on, and then I put the controller down. Because then I was like, oh, I'm watching something. Yeah, the game is kind of cutscene heavy in the start. Where yeah. it's, just, it's one of those things where, yeah, seriously, we put the controller See, that's how I want to make Kim Burns the Civil War game, is like, <laughs> just take up the series, and whenever they say something, you just do it. Like, yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln Bill, get assassinated, or John Wilkes Booth, but then you fall off, and Kim Burns says, no, no, that's not how it happened. Bill, literally, that is what this game is, pretty yeah. much. It's like this documentary crew talking about Link, the life of Lincoln Clay. The, I really fucking... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the one, thing, the one thing that I really appreciate, and you might have been going to say this too, I don't know um was that uh where they could have used video footage yeah. like like some games have used like real video footage and, and is it not video footage like for the interviews it's animated oh, okay. yeah. but it's animated to look like yeah 60s 
video. Like, oh, there's some things where it's like, like, what is it, like, Super 8 footage yeah. or party? Yeah. Like, that's, they do that. Oh, huh, see, yeah. I assumed, it, when you were saying that, I assumed it was, like, live action footage. No, yeah. no. Justin McRoy would have loved it, yeah. And that's, and that's actually, that's actually something, it just, it's a nice little detail that yeah. they took the effort to yeah. do that. So, like, all this crime scene footage that you're rolling through and all this evidence footage and all of the, like, tourist footage that they show yeah. it's all fucking animated like, it they just do, looks right they drop in a little bit of actual footage for like vietnam stuff but for the most part yeah it's like they do it in the world this sounds it's... like it has nothing to do with the mafia <laughs> well so yeah. i haven't i don't remember playing the other mafia games but apparently you the whole premise of the game is that you're the mafia kind of controls the town and yeah. you're taking over i'm sure the, the mafia is an element are, but blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but the guy who plays lincoln clay is fucking great he has a great voice he has a great like the mo-capping he's got a great carriage he's beautiful he's beautiful yes yeah, I, uh, I saw the footage he seems like a big like luke cage kind of guy yeah. like yeah he's, he's i have a big old crush on him so he's he's great. Great. yeah you should have been playing this one watching luke cage at the same time it would have been nice just like picture big beautiful black man hour but yeah i like it's funny though because i i've talked about on the podcast before about how i am very i'm a very susceptible um audience where if you tell me to be motivated by something i will be Mm -hmm. like if you tell me to root for someone i will i am not the sort of person who loves the bad guys and hates the heroes because Mm -hmm. that's just not me but this game, when they set up the motivation for why you're taking down the mafia, I was like, I'm going to kill every single one of these fuckers, one by well, that's one. That's one of the nice things about having someone who's like a minority, who's who, like, living in a fucked up time. You, yeah. You, you, you're, you're already buying a lot of yeah. sympathy it, for that character. Yeah. yeah. It removes some degree of the moral ambiguity, even though you're doing terrible things. It's, it's, it feels a lot like... You're um, putting white men in the, in the trunk of your car and driving around. I mean, it's, you're stabbing them with your Bowie knife yeah. from behind very satisfyingly but yeah the game is really like really intense with the racism i mean but very believably so yeah and uh it's just at least so far like i said we're very little they actually use and i yeah they use the n-word all the time and i will say this like i am it's not just bleeped out like it's it's super it's it's super it's it's good that it's that and it makes sense for the character and it makes sense for the time period and it makes sense for those things it is there are very many moments that are just like really uncomfortable, yeah. and it's kind uh, of. Which is and I'm glad they yeah. are. It is fascinating as a like to some degree at being a white person. It's interesting to wa- play something that is to some degree a minority simulator, where it's like this is what it feels like to be yeah. you know a uh, a minority person in this era and time, yeah. and it's just kind of interesting. I don't know if they'll like can if they'll if it'll like that's that's a that's a hell of a balance balancing act i'll be curious to see how they manage it over the course of the game but so far i'm enjoying it like it's 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 buggy in the way that those open world games can be but i am enjoying it so far speaking of being a minority have you guys seen the westworld show no i want to talk about it after i've seen it though yeah okay so because i want to watch it because it's wild west stuff of course, I can't really talk well, about the I've, pilot then because there's some basic like. Uh, well, I've seen the movie, but I, I let's wait and talk about it until I've yeah. seen it, if you don't mind. Yeah, people are arguing as to whether or not the movie actually takes place in the continuity of the movie in the show. Too, oh, really? It drops a couple things where people are like, "Really? Is this?" Because they talk about like something happened 40 years ago. Oh, really? Oh, that's kind of like, interesting. Really? But if it's set it's set in that world, that world was weird and different. I know world exactly. Yeah, world. so it was kind of like. That's okay, it's I I people were hyping it up. It's one of those things where I was already kind of going with a chip on my shoulder because I'm like, also HBO's positioning this as their Game of Thrones replacement, yeah, yeah. and so that already le- leads to a lot of like heightened expectations. But mm-hmm. I was like, actually, no, I kind of liked it so far. How much sex and nudity is there in it? 
Is it like 50% nudity? They're pointing out that one of the showrunners is a lady, so any kind of weird sex stuff, they're pointing out, we got a lady! We got a lady! The lady said it was okay that we did this! (laughs) (laughs) Is there... Oh yeah, there's some nudity because you got... It's it's Wild West robots. And Uh of course there's a room where like you have all the robots being naked, they're being getting Uh fixed on. There's one thing where they're like, some lady has... Recalibrating her vagina area. Well, there's a thing where the lady, like, like, I guess the programmer, he's like, without telling him, was introduced the idea that these characters can now have reveries so they're like they'll like there's this one robot lady who's like she'll like like touch her fingers to her lips and everyone's like what the hell is this they shouldn't be doing this and but uh-huh. like there's so this whole revelation of this like naked lady like rubbing her lips <laughs> so they're working on her and stuff they're like do they do, i don't want to know anything there's about one it, implied sexual assault but it's off do, camera well, it's also fucking westworld that's the point of westworld that, that you can that's kill also anyone and the, you can fuck anyone yeah that's literally the point do they allude at all to rome world and i fucking can't remember castle world do they allude at all of those? Do those Not exist in this world? Okay. But there's a couple way they phrase things about how this world works where you're like, we'll talk about it next yeah. week. Okay. People already have lost-style theories about exactly what's going on in this world. Some <clears> people <throat> are suggesting this may not even be on Earth anymore. Yeah. I so, can, okay. Because yeah. uh, that was... Uh, I, I've only seen Westworld. I haven't seen any of the bajillion spinoffs of it because there were. Yeah, there, there was were. a sequel. There was, like, Fart World. Show. And Jurassic Park is technically just the same thing with dinosaurs. Well, that's... The, too, it yeah. is literally... That was what was fascinating theme about watching, Cre- yeah. watching Westworld. I mean, he had... Michael Crichton had one idea. The cast is really um, good. That's yeah. what it seems like. If you're going to cast a modern-day evil cast cowboy instead of Yul Brenner. Yeah. Fucking what's his butt is a real and Harris. And Harris. I love Jeffrey Wright. Um, yeah. Jeff- yeah, Jeffrey, I forgot Jeffrey Wright was going to be in this. Yep. You got Cyclops, who I don't care about, but he's pretty Madsen. good in this. Yep. Yeah, Michael yep. Madsen. Not or, Michael no, Madsen. No, 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 no. Larry Madsen. James, James, James Madsen. James Madsen. <laughs> and the main character, Evan Rachel Wood, she was in that Everyone Hates It, but I liked it, the, the uh, Across the Universe Beatles movie. Yeah. Uh, she's a like a blonde lady. Yeah, but some she's, people are kind of indifferent to her. She's the main her, character, but, yeah. but I actually really like. Yeah, she's also just very pretty. I'm not much again. Bill Boner Hour, but like she's also. But she's also like they're kind of setting her up to be eventually the main character, even though yeah. she's not not now. Yeah. But like, and it's got Tandy Newton. I like her. She's mm-hmm. in it. She's mm-hmm. like plays a madam and stuff. Oh, but yeah, you'll, yeah. I'm just such a freak sucker for cowboy stuff. Yeah. I just want to watch it and think about what I want to build for Benton next. Yeah. Is what oh, I, I didn't do, think about that. Yeah, a hundred percent unrelated to the things you guys are talking about. I follow Historic Royal Palaces, which is the official Twitter of Historic Royal Palaces, uh-huh. with whom Nancy or uh, Lucy Worsley is the uh, yeah. head curator of. Whoever runs the Historic Royal Palaces Twitter is fucking adorable and loves using gifs um specifically uh ones that i would not think that that a a a group that is about the curation of the royal historic places around england uh would use like we've been looking forward to hashtag victoria itv which is the the victoria um yeah the series that um what's her name from the last uh who played the last companion on um doctor who is playing victoria Oh, what's her face, little brunette lady? Yep, yep. She's playing. Oh, I she's playing Victoria. We saw a clip of that. It looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. it looks it looks really good. But they're really excited about it. So they <laughs> that... li- they live tweet the 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 person who runs the historic royal palace's Twitter live tweets the episodes in a very adorable fashion. It's adorable. I didn't know. And that. they said we've been looking forward to it all week, and it's finally here. And then they posted a gif of fucking Leslie Nope doing her happy dance. <laughs> and I'm that just is like, great. 
of when just something like, that could be good. so stuffy. Yeah, like they, it's have, just they not, have a good time with it. It's yeah. not, and it's great. Their their whole Twitter feed is actually really fantastic. So. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, we were reading that now because we were talking about Westworld. We, well, yes, I was looking at Twitter because you guys. No, were that's talking what, about that's Westworld. not me being accusatory. It's sometimes you got to read Twitter when other people are talking <laughs> about shit you don't care about. Proof. Oh. Uh, Bill, yeah. tell me about uh, Crimson Peak. <laughs> tell me, Bill. <laughs> Bill tell, me, Bill, tell me about your Crimson Peaks. Crimson Peak is the latest film by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Who's a filmmaker I don't particularly care much for. Okay. I don't think he's... I don't hate him. Hellboy was okay. There are not many people who are bald-facedly making genre movies nowadays. Who have no ambitions. Do you, not like, do you not like Crimson him? Crimson Peak is do you, him? Do you yeah. not like him because you two would get into a Totoro fight? <laughs> His name is Guillermo, too. <laughs> He is my actually brother, pretty much the same age. You yeah, don't do swear same as much. shitty pubic beard. <laughs> yeah, he's been yeah. to Portland. He yeah, did, yeah, he, it's it's he, he did half of his Hellboy research at Powell's downtown. Yep. I mean, Bill, if you both dressed up in Totoro costumes and then just <laughs> fought each other, like okay. like, so, can we make it an MMA match? <laughs> so what do you guys? Well, he did Pacific Rim, and I thought it was pretty. I had a fun time. Pan's Labyrinth. Well, yeah, I think Pan's I Labyrinth think is overrated. I, my favorite thing that he's been involved in is the orphanage, and he didn't direct it. He yeah. just helped he produce just produced it. it. I think he makes visually striking B movies, and yeah. I think he's trying to make B movies. Have you guys seen any Hammer horror movies? Because this is yes. this is his stab at making. I've only seen Curse of the Werewolf. There's some Albert. dumb violence and stuff in this movie, okay. but it's in this. It's not trying to be quite so. Like that's the thing that killed me about Pan's Labyrinth. That it was very beautiful, and it's like all this metaphor for the Spanish Civil War, but also like some really random bits of violence in that movie that didn't seem to fit yeah. the tone of everything else, and seemed like it, there seemed to be a gap between his. Like the kind of like what he was trying to do and his pulpy instincts sure. kind of yeah. like made it kind of weird for me. Sure, mm-hmm. this one is it. him just saying, "I want to do an old timey like nineteen sixties or seventies Hammer horror movie mm-hmm. and just make it pure pulp and have it." We know it's going to be pure pulp, so yeah. there's no aspirations yeah. to this is a deeper meaning. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's. Th- I'm just this, gonna do it. This movie is about a house. When they step in, this house has been built on top of a red clay red clay mine, and so the house is bleeding. <laughs> When they step in from the floorboards because the so house is good. sinking into the red mud. So it's that good. kind of movie. It's not scary. It's more of a thriller. It yeah. could almost be PG-13 because it's yeah. not a horror movie. Even though yeah. it's about a haunted house, it is the best haunted house I've ever seen in a movie. It's just a production really? design. Yeah. It is bonkers. Well, dude, you can fault Guillermo del Toro for many things. You cannot fault the man for it. I want to get the design. art book, which is supposedly mostly about... I'm actually kind of curious because you guys know your shit about old fixtures and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see what you guys would think. Oh, well, you want us design. to watch it and be an asshole about the yeah. architecture? Uh, yeah, I would actually oh. kind of Granted, this is old English architecture. It's not trying to be like... Kind of <laughs> sure. Like, no, yeah, but, well, but I still got that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, the main character uh the movie takes place in like 1897 uh-huh. it's about this white blonde super bland english lady who yeah. mm-hmm. she's being wooed by loki why what's his oh, yeah. face yeah Tom Hiddleston. he's yeah. actually this is the first time i've seen him in anything where he's not playing loki he's actually really cute in this movie he's he's a great he's actually kind of a great actor and he's got a slightly twisted sister who she is fucking jessica chastain i've never seen her in anything else that i, I remember. love jessica chastain she is a fucking pip in this goddamn movie i am surprised at how much i like Huh, this is not Crimson the reaction Peak. I was expecting. I got the Blu ray. It's right there. I can send you we guys may home borrow with that it. today. Yeah, yeah. That, I've actually movies. got a giant stack of horror Blu rays that, like, Joshin just uh, ripped and handbrake, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'd yeah, be curious. Yeah, it's to watch super it. pretty. I mean, because it's not actually the well written, it's mm-hmm. kind of clunky. It's trying to be what But it because is. it knows yeah. it's a hammer movie, it yeah. kind of gets away with being kind of. Yeah. It's, it's trying yeah. to be a gothic horror story, it's hammer fun. movie. 
Yeah, and it's yeah. It, it gets to some crazy heights at the end where I was like, I'm having a good time. I'm just watching yeah. it. It's like, get some popcorn. And just like, it's. Yeah. I was surprised at how much. I regret not seeing it in theaters because it's so lushly designed yeah. and everything. But Speaking of things I sort of regret not seeing in theaters, uh, we watched um, a movie that I was pretty positive I was going to yell at the entire hour and 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so the movie. Trolls movie, right? Yes, the Trolls movie, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Whoa. Um, I have some opinions. Uh, no, we watched uh, a movie um, that came out earlier this year. Yeah. Um, was intended to be like a summer thriller movie. Um, did this come out in theaters in America? It did come out in theaters in America. Because I heard about very, it. Very, very briefly. We watched, uh, we watched a movie called The Shallows. Yeah. And The Shallows stars basically, basically pretty much by herself. And, uh, and with a seagull. Um, uh, Blake Lively, um, who is Ryan Reynolds' wife. And um, I have not seen her in really anything I've heard before. The name, I know but, of yeah. her. I know of her. Apparently, she's was she on... like in the Notebook with him or something. I don't know. I think she was on a CW show at some yeah, point. I have no like for her. I have no reference for her whatsoever. Except this is Ryan Reynolds' wife. And um, uh, so I was kind of I don't know why kind of expecting to be like eh, whatever. Okay, huh. I watched The Shallows because uh, it has a beautiful shark in it it's a shark movie and i was like i'm gonna watch this and i am going to shout at it because they have a enormous great white shark who supposedly is swimming around the shallows breaching like getting out of the water and i'm like oh honey that does it roar it takes a lot more depth and actually so um so we watched it we were expecting to kind of be like meh on it or me get angry fucking loved it like okay. it's yeah. it's it's a good time it's oddly more um uh less that sort of creature um like creature movie horror the it's not an, like anaconda it's not like, like anaconda like as much yeah. as it is like a fucking like just survival body horror yeah heard, i was really surprised she gets torn up and so it's she like gets, she gets bit and it's a weird here i'll let fold no, no 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 she gets bit and she gets bit in a very strange way because she like, have to like pull pop the chunk back in and sew it back together uh, sort of. but she, i mean she doesn't have much yeah. So, yeah fortunately she's a, a millennial and she has all this jewelry <laughs> that's like faux gold toothy stuff yeah like fangs so she fucking has to suture herself with her jewelry yeah like it's yeah. the movie is actually one of those things where it's like about it's about a shark attack but the shark is only in the movie for like 10 minutes yeah it's more about it's more survival flick than yeah it is like a and shark she movie. really carried the movie yeah, she i was enormously really impressed the filming was really she, like nice. stuck the on a raft off the coast of australia she's, or something she's, or? they did film it in australia it's supposed to take place um off the coast of uh mexico oh right um, in the Pacific, and uh, she is. Uh, there is a section where after she is attacked by the shark on her um, on her uh, surfboard, she ends up on a dead whale. For yeah, a, for a section of the film. Oh wow! Uh, and that's not safe. Nope. And then she swims to a rock outcrop uh, where there happens to be like razor coral. Uh, so then she gets fucked up by that. This sounds like Jaws meets the Descent or something then, like that. Yeah. Where, where and then, just arbitrary like survival, just like holy yeah. shit, how and, much can you take? Yeah, and then she spends another portion of the film um, on a buoy. Catches fire due to the floating whale blubber. I'm just, I was just it's yeah. intense. Looking at don't, Wikipedia don't entry. Look at spoilers, yeah, though. there's just random like. They, 
just catching glimpses of what it says in the uh-huh. what? Yeah, okay. It was, actually, it's, I was really impressed by it. I thought it was going to be one of those things where like, sure, Foy, I'll watch this movie with you. But I actually enjoyed was it, it quite a bit. Was it super bloody and violent? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if you had to avert your eyes a little like bit. Like I said, the, the, the biggest thing that was kind of shocking about it was, and, and the most uncomfortable about it, was the body horror stuff. Yeah. Was, God, was I her talking herself queasy. through, because she uh, drops out of medical school. She's a medical school dropout. Which explains how she knows how to, yeah. how to survive and so And she well, yeah. basically talks herself through huh. suturing herself up. Which is funny that she has to talk out loud because you want the audience needs to know what she's doing. Exactly. That's one of the problems with someone by themselves. Exactly. Like, it, it's, it's, it's the, uh, 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 who's the guy in the desert island? Tom Hanks. Yeah. Castaway. It's that problem. Like having castaway it's, problem. It, where it's, it, you, you need, need to, a Wilson. Yeah. You need to just, but yeah. He it talks also, to Wilson because he needs to explain to the audience yeah. why he's doing what he's doing. It yeah. also totally made sense because yeah, she was talking to herself as if she's t- the way she talks to a patient. Okay. Where she's explaining oh, that, very clearly yeah, what she's do doing. That. And it all, but it also is very in character because it's her focusing on the professional aspect of it versus yeah. the panic of it. Cause she, she not only, she not only like sutures herself up, but then she like, rips off one of the sleeves of her because she's got to protect it she's got it oh yeah she's got to do something yeah she's got it like basically tourniqueted uh which is not good to have for long periods of time and she's having to like release the tourniquet and pull the tourniquet back because she's bleeding pretty profusely but she does a compression bandage by by tearing off the arm of her wetsuit and pulling it over the the injury oh that makes sense and it's like and just how like how much she sells how in pain she is and how fucked up she is but how determined she is to live there is a certain genre movie that i love and it's women in nightmarish extreme situations where they react with extreme competence and there's not a sexual assault element and that last part is what makes it hard because there are very few movies that slot in what did we want to do a triple feature we wanted to do a triple feature of this um what's the horror movie you're You're next next. and i can't remember what the third one was which one's your next your next is one of our favorite um it's it's similar in that it's about a woman who goes out to a meet her her boyfriend's family oh yeah we're talking about we've seen that together yeah Yeah. yeah. and there's like in there the they get attacked and blah 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 and she's a yeah that's right she's from a family of preppers which is yeah i remember thinking that was kind of implausible how good she is at like fighting at least they had an in-universe exactly yeah and it's like here she's a doctor like there's something you don't get to see that who, the, the guy who made your next did Blair Witch, the most recent one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. So she's she's. So what, she's what was the other movie then? I can't. I, I can't remember. But it's like because not it's hard. Alien. Well, it's hard to have movies in that bucket yeah. that don't have the sexual assault element because that's such fucking shorthand for a woman in an extreme situation. Yeah. Or did you guys ever see the descent? I, I saw that. I can't remember because that is about a bunch of like it. female spelunkers, and there's yeah. no sexual. But no, I'm just trying it's to think a, of any other It's a, what I'm what I'm trying to say is the shallows is a lot of fun. I'm glad you had a and um actually for what they had to do and for where they filmed and for the fact that they the shark is one hundred percent CGI. I was about to ask it if is, they actually had some real lat lease so they, footage. They figured I mean, there's a shit they use a white shark. I mean, yeah. and they use a white shark even though yeah, technically the shallow aspect of it like part of part of that doesn't actually make sense yeah. for... it is scientifically implausible it's, but it's not unlikely. It's, it's scientifically unlikely and like it might have been smarter or like it might have it would have made more sense but no one knows like a lot about bull sharks and yeah. stuff like that like there are other sharks that are far more aggressive 
towards people that it would have made more sense. But they use a white. And they use a white because there is a plethora of beautiful footage of these creatures, yeah. you know, just swimming around. And they're known as these big... Sh- like, that's exactly. like dinosaurs of yeah, dinosaurs yeah. of and where it's just like the known... What's also yeah. super great about it is that it is a girl. Yeah. Uh, because female female white sharks are at least a quarter to a third larger than males. Yeah. And like, yeah. so they, they get a big girl and it's a girl. Um, and, uh, you know, it's beautiful. It's animated one, so well. One of the things I really like about this movie is that there's a lot of CGI in it, but they try as much as possible to have it be grounded in real stuff. It's like they, they, they tweak, there is no shot that really reeks of this entire thing is yeah. rendered. Like there are things, there were moments where I'm like, oh, that's CGI, that's CGI. But they tried as much as possible just to composite CGI over real footage yeah. of the ocean. Yeah. It's not trying to be, what, what was the movie, the great? Great, uh, great white shark movie. The one with uh, uh, L. Cool J ends up being forced into his own oven. Sharknado. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. They they tried to because Foley told me that the director is like they got someone who does like surf movies. Yes. Like who does who does like who goes out and films people surfing like that. That's his jam. I'm thinking Deep Blue Sea. I think yeah. that's the one I'm thinking yeah. about. Have that you ever seen that? With the, I have not. No. Oh, oh man, Samuel Jackson. Oh that is shitty CGI sharks. It's yeah. pretty much the opposite of what you're talking See, about. See, whereas whereas this shark, there's a portion where it's a, it's trying to attack her through something, and I think she kicks it, and no, it it gets it gets onto the coral, and yeah. it starts it hurts itself on the on the coral, and it reacts in the correct way that a shark re- that there is video of sharks reacting when yeah. they're injured, which they have this like third eyelid that flips back over. It's trying to protect itself. In yeah, the eyes roll over white. Then, yeah. Eyes roll over white and it just kind of like thrashes in this way. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Like, it's beautiful. My dumb, dumb shark baby. Yeah. My yeah, child. is like my son. My son is so beautiful. Have, have you seen Jaws? Yeah. Because that, man, that... Sh- that shark puppet has aged so badly. Like, it is it just a giant? Like, especially if you watch a lot of actual like in water yeah. shark footage, they're so graceful and elegant. Yeah. And you go like even all the story stuff aside, it's just big, big shark. We made an impressive puppet. Yeah. And this is like this is they knew that they couldn't. They made a lot of puppets, and they they did like the whale is is definitely a puppet that they floated out there and everything like that. But like they. They knew they had to go CG on it. See, and they picked people who were really, really good at it because the movement. There's some top shots that are done. And you see it just moving through the water, and it has. Yeah, it's that, a really low it has that movie, race, but... and it, yeah. it's it's stunning. That they actually yeah. they actually took a photo of a, a famous surfing photograph of a shark in a wave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they and, and then they, but they did they scaled her up so yeah. much. She's so much bigger. <laughs> she's so much bigger than this tiny shark that's in this wave and this yeah, other thing, funny. which can happen, yeah, you know. Yeah. But still, but yeah. she so this this big ass shark, you see it come like in riding I'm inside like a the wave. Sharknado quality effect here, but it it it, it still worked. Yeah. And then it and then what's great is it's a small moment of the shark bumping. The surfboard. Yeah. And then she, and then Blake Lively's just fucking off it and rolling inside the wave and how, how painful that is and how think that and it's just like this great this this first like this first like bump and moment Shark of aggression. Like, Fuck you, like hey, just yeah. like yeah, little yeah. It's, but yeah, it was like bump house. it at the club. It was surprisingly good. See, I was really impressed with it. Uh, I mean Deep Blue Sea is kind of similar in that the female scientist has to take her wetsuit off at some point to insulate herself in the electricity in a room she has to get to the lever to turn off the electricity. Uh-huh, so she uh-huh. has to strip down her underwear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good luck finding a shark movie where women aren't sexualized <laughs> needlessly for some stupid reason. Yeah, but, um, yeah. The one thing, though, you know how in some movies you're like, 
fuck you rich white person you know where it's yeah. like this person's like i'm gonna do blah 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 there's a scene i really actually enjoyed this character <laughs> a lot but there's one but scene so, where, like, like, where the dude drops her this dude is like driving by and he drops her off in this particular remote beach and he's like how are you gonna get back and she just goes uber <laughs> and at that moment i was like fuck, fuck you you no, deserve but not even necessarily her but there was a part where we were like fuck our generation <laughs> i'm gonna go to this remote mexican beach and it's fine because i'm gonna do uber oh speaking yeah. of phones they do a weird thing yeah, my one actual complaint about the movie yeah. is that she's on her phone extensively in this film she's a young millennial and um that helps establish her background and what's going on back at home oh. and they had this visual element where they simulate the screen in space next to her. So, like, as she's scrolling like through the computer, yeah, you see it. You see, she's scrolling through her phone. You see the phone, like the the screen in front of her. But they make this weird aesthetic choice where they treat it as if it's actually in space in front of her. Yeah, so, like if the camera angle and, moves, yeah. it is still in the same point, uh, in the same place as it was before. And like they give it like a physicality. It's interesting to see how filmmakers approach that differently. Because yeah. like Luke Cage does a similar thing and only like maybe three shots in the entire 10 13 hour series yeah. is that you see people texting and they'll it's more of a flat graphic that shows up yeah. but they essentially take the text message balloon that pops up uh-huh. and they're not moving the camera around so they don't have yeah. to worry too much about the three-dimensionality or is there lights on the yeah. balloon or anything like that yeah. but it is one of the interesting things in luke cage is they actually have it so you can see the person like rushing against autocorrect while they're typing <laughs> so nice even though it's a quick just like hey come on over here you have yeah. to see them they're like it's almost like almost like they took a screen cap of someone actually on an actual iphone yeah like yeah. doing that i thought that was kind of interesting so it's not just like i think too they, sleek but... see i liked i like i can like that sort of element and i can see they're trying something different it's the fact that they treat it as a physical thing in that's space. yeah well they kind of like more of an affectation they put yeah. on yeah yeah exactly, which yeah. felt like they tried to get a clever distracting. about it yeah. yeah and i see why they did it because how can how do you switch angles of because it's a sustained scene where she's scrolling through her phone and she's like showing what's on her phone and the person she's talking to and all this and it totally makes sense for the character but how do you treat it if it's shifting if the camera is shifting so yeah it was just kind of a weird choice but love it highly recommend the show watch the shit out of it it was a lot of fun i got one more thing to talk about what up bill i saw for tardy the party i just mentioned this because we had so much positive feedback about this I just saw the Adams Family movie for the first yeah. time. Yeah, that is a cute ass goddamn it movie. Is. Isn't it a weirdly good like adaptation? Better that? than it has any right to. I know. And, and what's upsetting about it is that uh, most upsetting about it is that uh, Morticia and Gomez ha- like relationship goals. They have one of the healthiest relationships. They have one of, they have one of the healthiest relationships. I yeah. no, John, not even them, but just as a family, it's yeah. one of the most healthiest family units I've ever seen in, in pop. It's in like pop culture. Yeah, it's like them and then Bob's Burgers. <laughs> And it's I'm not, I'm, and I'm not kidding. Like, well, the like, work is way more realistic, and yeah. sometimes yeah, they're really shitty to each other. <laughs> but, no, but they still. But, but, but what's sweet is like, like I think they both, are very both supportive. Types, they're so very Gomez supportive. and Tish are so down to fuck at any moment <laughs> in front of their own children, in front of judges, uh-huh. at, at public auctions, uh-huh. in front of Thing. In fact, Thing takes photos because he can't. It was he going to spill the beans to anybody about what, what they're up to? Their weird kinks. It's, yeah. Now, Adam's, I've still not seen the sequel. I'm keeping that in my pocket for next year. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of Halloween movies that I haven't seen. This is true. That Daniel might like. Yeah. And so. I don't know. Have yeah. you made him watch Hocus Pocus? 
about that? We were talking about that last night. We were hanging out last uh, night. Hocus Pocus will not re- hit you, you the way Adam's family does. You made me watch Hocus Pocus for the first oh, time, true. like I just two years ago. Yeah. But that's what I was like, man, I should have a total of 90s, like Halloween double feature, do Adam's family and Hocus Pocus back to back. I need to see the, yeah, I'll do the sequel next year. I know everyone talks about how hot Christina Ricci was in that movie. Huh. Because I knew a lot of people grew up with that movie and like uh-huh. Christina Ricci in that movie was like, a lot of people's like, first like, mm, how you doing? Really? Um, yeah, which I, I was, she was a couple years older. She's not just 12. She's actually like a teenager in that movie. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday no. Adams is just like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, Gomez, Raul, Julia. Raul, yeah. Julia, and Angelica Houston are the best cast well, that's in, hu- one in of history. Th- one of the things I wanted to point out, because it's so easy just to lavish attention on Christopher Lloyd and, and, and uh, Raul, Julia, because they play such big broad characters yeah but what angelica houston is doing in that movie is so she reserved but so great it. she owns every shot she's in oh, man and they do the great thing where like she's always like almost like in the background they do the like the, the old like ultimate light bar over her eyes yeah. no matter what the lighting is yeah and like they like i guess they put like uh, some fishing line on her eyes to pull them back just to make her look a little more alien all of her scenes and the fact that she's got all this makeup and her eyes are pulled back and she's on a heavy corset and she still owns every it's an angelica yeah. houston she's famous for a reason yeah other, other than the fact that she's the daughter of a famous filmmaker, but uh, in her own right, and no, 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 she's she's just she's an epic. Well, badass. there's a scene in the movie too where she kind of starts suspecting. It's she thinks Uncle Fester may be fake Uncle Fester. She, yeah. she she takes him out to the family cemetery right next to the house. Yeah, and she takes him to like the tomb of like the progenitor uh-huh. Adams couple uh-huh, and she uh-huh. like reads off like oh this is our family motto those who would sue we will feast on those who would subdue us and like it's kind of a threat you know because she's yeah. saying if you're fake yeah. Adams we're gonna fuck you up yeah but it's so subdued she never does anything specific yeah. but that's the veiled threat just like yeah of course yeah yeah Gomez and Tish and they're just there's so many scenes in that movie where them wanting to fuck each other advances the plot nothing at all and in a modern day movie you would edit that out because it doesn't forward the plot yeah but it adds so much to the character of that movie and yeah. what that family is that you yeah. have to keep that in there because that's half the movie yeah really even though it's only just a couple Aww. scenes it's just yeah. adam's family value yeah well I, i've not seen adam's family values but the first one just very good yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good it's good as hell uh, what else? Um, we need to continue on with our lives, but did I talk about? Did I freak out about Jane Eyre? I think so. Last time, because you're reading that. Did now. I finish? Well, I finished it. Did I freak out about finishing? They'll die in the end. Okay, here's the thing. I had never. I, I all I knew about Jane Eyre was that he, Rochester has wife in the attic. That's all I knew about it. I didn't know that gets revealed halfway through the book. Yeah. Like I read that and I'm like, oh shit, here's the end because I thought that was the tragedy of it, and yeah. then they're torn apart. It has a happy fucking ending. I didn't know that. Okay, y'all, y'all. <laughs> Jane Eyre is good as fuck. Yeah. If you had to read it in high school or something, Bill, I think you would really like Jane Eyre, actually. I read The Air Affair by uh, Jasper Ford. Jane Eyre is good as hell. Jane Eyre is actually one of my favorite heroines in literary history. I might history suggest that for the party, actually. Because we haven't done a book yet. Jane Eyre is surprisingly readable because she has such a strong sense of self. Yeah. It is, like, astonishing. I, mean, I know book, she's always held up as a strong lady. The book is, I mean, it's, it is of the era. Yeah. It's very cheesy. Like, there is a part where part of Rochester's wooing her as he destroys himself is a gypsy woman. And, like, it's weird. <laughs> And but like Jane herself is so strong and so pragmatic, and there's a, a fascinating thing that people struggle with when they try to write strong female characters in historical things. Where it's like, how do you have someone be strong but still not anachronistic? Yeah, and exactly, a lot of yeah. writers fuck it up. They a turn lot. Her, they turn uh, Maid Marian into Batwoman. Or well, it's like, like the, that, yeah. or it's like the one Maid Marian book I read where she's sitting around going, I. 
I wish we had democracy. And I'm like, that's dumb as shit. No, but Jane's whole thing, like there's a part of the book where Jane basically is in this situation and she's like, well, I need to do something else. I want to be free. Well, I can't be free so because I have no money. Jane Eyre's coming no- to the house on Tuesday. You, dude, it's good as fuck. Yeah. It's good as fuck. You can get it for free on Kindle, too, I should oh, say. Yeah. Jane Eyre, Bill, I think you would really like Jane Eyre if you stick with it. Like, the I got opening, it coming. The opening is very Charles Dickens and, that, and like, about her childhood. Uh, like I said, the romance is a little cartoonish, but she, as a character, is so fascinating and so good and so compelling, and her emotional journey is so believable. She is so strong and, and and assured in whom she in who she is and that's why Rochester falls in love with her is yeah. that she's this fascinating person and um, do a shot bill every time uh, she calls herself plain or she calls Rochester ugly because it is hilarious yeah. like the amount of time they spend in the book gang be clear y'all I'm plain as fuck I am not an attractive person nor is Rochester but it's good ass book I was shocked so I, I decided this winter I was going to read some gothic romance so I got Jane Eyre and I got Wuthering Heights and I read Wuthering Heights in high school. I did not read Jane Eyre. I realized I fucking read them in the wrong order, because Wuthering Heights is fucking hard to read. I've always heard that's a pretty grim book. They're so bad. They're such bad people. The opening has a framing device, and the the dude who's the framing device person is such a fucking milk toast. No, he he he's the protagonist. He's of the on the book. moors, right? You got it, Bill. You, that's all you need to know, really. It's yeah. Catherine and Heathcliff. I know that just from uh, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> also, Monty Python. But, but yeah. uh, anyway, Jane Eyre, good as fuck. I'm glad you liked it. So you're gonna read more uh, Bronte? Well, I mean, she didn't write a whole lot, and I I, I I'm working on uh, the other Bronte How book. I'm working on other heights. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I want to wrap this up. I just want to say real quick, we're continuing our Miyazaki tour. We watched Totoro, and we watched Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's Delivery Service I can't believe we're going to brush over these, because these are the, the big ones. In terms of, if you're talking about Miyazaki stuff, have you not spot. seen Kiki before? I think I had I seen it briefly, maybe once, and it really kind of rolled off me. Fully hadn't seen it. It was cute as hell. What would you think of Totoro? I've seen Totoro lots of times. And you've seen Totoro, too? Yeah. Any interesting... That cat bus had balls. <laughs> that had little balls. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Disney tried to not add them. But Kiki! Also, I straight I straight love uh, little May running around falling on her face. Yeah, that is... I kept looking over at Annie, just going... <laughs> well, there's you know. there's a like a popular animated GIF, uh, reaction GIF that's just May just in the rain face first, just like plop down. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. she almost looks like she's drowning. But like, yeah, Kiki's. Kiki's Kiki's is good as hell. Gigi. Kiki, so good. Kiki, okay. what are we doing, Kiki? Uh, my favorite things about Kiki's delivery she gets service. Sick. A, I love how um, episodic it is. Yeah, it really does feel like a video game in that there's the tutorial sequence and the, like, like originating what's going on, what's happening, and then there are all these random characters that she encounters, random events that she goes through. Yeah. I love the bakery people that she sacks yeah. up with. Yeah, the pregnant mom and the dip. Is that her husband who's yeah, calling the her Yeah, they find it becomes clear that he's a husband. At yeah. The end. yeah, and I love the painter lady that he, she becomes friends yeah, with. Yeah, I love her. Like the, all these ambient characters are great. I like that there's like a subtle theme of this movie that's like good ladies looking out for each other yeah you know um the, even the old lady she brings yeah. the fish pie that she has to bake at their house later yeah. also the asshole the first person she has to drop off a gift to yeah the asshole who doesn't like re- like she drops off i think it's supposed to be a toy cat that looks like Gigi. yeah yeah, yeah. To do sw- but i love that her first customer is kind of a jerk yeah, yeah. like she's all like oh she sent me another toy i told her i didn't want yeah. a toy again and or something the dog like that. is like a good guy just such a fucking charming, enjoyable movie. Yeah. Kiki's is definitely one of the best. One of the things I really enjoyed is that the um, 
the kind of one of the conflicts that happens in the movie is that she gets she loses her magic yeah. and she but i love that she, uh, her cat familiar never speaks to her again for the rest of the movie like it's kind of implied that that may be lost to her forever like their friendship is still there but that is sort gone of. yeah kind now of now just is a it shitty in cat english dub that the cat because i thought the cat i thought he said something again in the english dub. In, i think in the we japanese the english dub, dub and the cat and he never speaks again and specifically like yeah. Miyazaki has come on and said sometimes you get older and you lose yeah. that magic. Like, you yeah. know, like you can still have magic, but like you just shit changes. You get yeah, older. I mean, yeah. I really like That's that. It's supposed to be like a puberty metaphor. Yeah. 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 Sometimes... Orange still talks to me. Well, of course. Girl. But I love even like when she's flying to town and she's trying to find her town that she's going to end up with. Like, she yeah. doesn't know where she's going. She like meets another witch and she's yeah. got like a like, really, really just bitchy cat with her. And <laughs> she's all put together. Yeah. And her and cat like, is oh. so. That cat animation for Gigi is some of the best cat animation I've ever seen. The personality so stuff in, in Kiki is great. The town's great. It's yeah. like this weird mix of like European, like a whole bunch of different European places uh-huh. and just like the bakery's great. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I love, love when she gets sick, they take care of her. Yeah. And, just, I and I like the little detail that are like these, all these rituals that you do as a witch. Like it, you go to a new town and like people, but this city is big enough and modern enough that they're just like, what? What? Okay. Like she goes and tries to introduce herself and they're like, all right, what the fuck ever? Well, I like, guess witch, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's like, witches are known, but instead of being like this fantastical thing that people are in awe of, it's just like this quaint old fashioned thing. The, the people- kind of put up with more than yeah. anything else yeah fucking charming as it's, hell yeah yeah i was charmed to hell by she's it. still writing back to her folks every once in a while yeah. just well, to make sure everything's okay like, well like it, it, it kind of implies she has a phone and her family is like wait you're alive yeah because like, she just fucking leaves it's fucking good no yeah man how does it end is she is she still shacked up with the bakery people yeah and, but then she like the the baker moms finally had a kid yeah yeah okay yeah. i saw that you were though you were joking about that that, that, that you're I didn't realize she was pregnant. I just thought she was a fat lady. I'm like, she looks like me. She <laughs> I feel so good. I can kind of see that. Uh, um, but anyway, Kiki's delivery service good as hell. Man, what are you going to do? Is it... It's not Mononoke next, is it? I th- I don't know what's up next. I don't know if it's Porcaroso. Oh, or... Porcaroso! Like I'll be curious again. That the Porco. Well, that's how you started off in this because you just wanted to borrow Porcaroso yeah. originally. Now, but you worked your way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you threw most of his movie. At least you're at, at least through the halfway point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. Kiki. I mean, Totoro really is known this. as everyone knows Totoro, but Kiki's. It's fascinating to watch his work holistically because the things that I most commonly associate with Miyazaki, it's funny yeah. to see how much that is an oversimplification. It really is. Like, to ca- say it's just like, oh, this whimsical, like, pro-Earth stuff is such a fucking basic oversimplification of his themes. It really is, yeah. Because, really, there's so much more to his work. And that, in, in, I mean, in all the movies we've watched so, so far, that's a very minor element yeah. of his works. And I really appreciate, like, reading his stuff where he talks about, like, there's a lot of weird things that happens in movies that means a lot to him, but he yeah. wants to, he doesn't want to like come out and say exactly it's why not over-explained. things. Yeah, yeah, he wants to make it so there's enough room in every one of his stories that people can come up with their own reasons to yeah. why things like the witch thing. You don't know why exactly the witch stuff is happening, in Kiki's. Yeah, but it's left up to your own imagination. He'll come yeah. and say what you think is happening is equally as valid as what I think, yeah. but I just don't want to like over-explain it. Because I want I love you to, the kind I want of these movie, to it. Yeah, I want these movies to live in those parts of your imagination yeah. where you have to kind of fill in the gaps a little it's bit. It's sort of like the, the movie equivalent of gutters and comics. Kind where of, it's exactly, like, uh, yeah. Scott McLeod has this whole thing about gutters where it's like, you know, that things, it's not that things don't happen in between panels, it's just that you have to collaborate and fill They're it really in. They're really kind of lifeblood of comics because yeah. that's where the comics really live. And it's like, that's yeah. that's like an extreme comparison, but I do but like not, that yeah. Miyazaki leaves in that ambiguity. I like filmmakers that trust you because that doesn't happen anymore. More. Like, he has it's different all modes about... though, because he does have like yeah. 
the well, biggest does... Earth thing is is Princess Mononoke, yeah. where it's all like, oh, we're scarring the Earth. But then Kiki's Delivery Service is just yeah. like fun, sad teenage girl who just like yeah. kind of let like her cat's her voice of her consciousness a little bit, and she's yeah. all alone and just kind of fucked up, but means well. But well, what I l- really like about um, Miyazaki's works is that these world, the world that all these characters live in, are hard. Yeah. They, nothing is handed to them per se. They have to work hard, but they choose to be kind. That's even though, one of his big things. Even just, though yeah. the situation is difficult, even though like they choose love and they choose kindness and they choose to be good people no matter what they're faced with. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I really, really like and I and find very reassuring. That's one of the big things in Howl Moving's Castle because Howl in that movie, I don't know what the original book was, but like he talks about how Howl... Howl, the, the the wizard in Howl's Moving Castle, is kind of an asshole because even though he's like this wizard, he's like t- ends up becoming this recluse and he's not loving and he's kind of an asshole because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he really gets fixed by the end, but he's just kind of a shithead, and that's yeah. why he's a shithead because he does not open himself to connect with other people in the world. Yeah. He kind of, he's kind of gre- emotionally greedy that way. Yeah. The yeah. world is imperfect. Which is mystifying to see people movie. talk about how hot Howl is because he's just kind of a self-absorbed piece of shit. Well, but. Bill, fucking, I'm juicy for Gabriel Reyes, who's literally just a smoke monster vampire. <laughs> That's like, true. Fucking don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. Anyway, Kiki. we talked a fuck ton about a lot of things. A little bit. Foley is so tired. We're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in Review and talk about news in the week that was. Woo! Long little chief, uh, cockroaches in the ratchet, uh, hand me downs with the patches. Mama put a little money in the mattress, taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic. You can either sink, swim, or be the captain. Get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing. Now they say you're dinner while you're dressing so classy. I don't want my best dressed day in a casket. You can hey, everybody, it's time for the Geek Week in Review. This is, of course, the part of our podcast where Bill has noted news in the week that was, and I am learning about it often for the first time. Let's start with Bill's notes. Yeah, uh, we got three weeks worth of notes here, so some of this stuff's a little outdated. But uh, Ermagerd, who is your Patronus slash three characters? Oh no, you already jumped ahead a little Wait, bit. Wait, that's my first. That's the first thing I see. Wait, is that the first one? Yeah. Oh no, you are right. Yeah. Okay, so for three weeks ago, there was a meme that was very popular. Who is your Patronus and/or who well, are your three representatives? Patronus wasn't a meme. Did you take the survey? Well, that became kind of a meme where yeah. everyone's like, "Well, then I saw people turn that into like, it's it's Snoke." Or Wait, it's like some kind of random other character. Like, or really it's like, I enjoy you describing this internet joke for three weeks. I ago. cannot sign into. Pa- oh, you could make make it. Why don't you just make a new account? I could. I, like I even set the the thing where they send me a new password to my email, uh-huh. and they wouldn't do it. Aww, and so I never. Found, I just assume my Patronus is a Totoro. <laughs> that's what You're even probably not wrong. even other people on Twitter made that joke before I even made that joke. So what was your? What would, I got uh oh. What is it fucking called? An ibiz a and it's a kind of dog. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a like specific a baby slender dog? hunting dog. Really? Yeah, I was kind of like, fuck you, JK. I was like, I've, I've given you so much money and time over the years. This is how you do me? Did you, what, what, what uh, house did they have? Oh, I'm fucking into? Hufflepuff. Yeah, I, I got Gryffindor. I don't know how that works. <laughs> you are Gryffindor. But bro. that was back then. I need to retake the test, though, because I don't think, yeah. This is, uh, well, you, you just need to set up a new account. Did you get a Patronus fully? Uh, no. Fully's Patronus is a what shark. Three, what three characters Fully's are you? Fully's Patronus is, a, is all sharks. All sharks. At I can just, just tie a pile of sharks. Just, 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 just to cheat them on a poster. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's Foley's Patronus. Yeah. Aw. I like that. I can see that. I'm a Hufflepuff. 
Uh, one of my three characters... Oh, my three characters were just the three Totoros from Totoro. Like, the <laughs> King Totoro and the two other Totoros. Uh, I thought about it a long time. I just said my three characters were Calamity Jane from Deadwood. Okay. Um, Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> wow, that's actually just two characters right there. And Leslie good. Dope from Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. No. Specifically, I chose Angry Face. <laughs> Leslie Dope. Angry, angry Face, Greg Pakaitis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Leslie Greg Pakaitis hating I, Leslie yeah. Dope. God. Um, what, what did I do? I did Aaron Gilbert from uh, Ghost Lady Ghostbusters, uh-huh. uh, Ron Swanson, uh-huh. and then the Cray twins from Legend. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Both yeah. of them. The I gay one see. and the not you gay look one. Like, even actually, your glasses right now are totally from like yeah that thing. Yeah, and I'm I like, forgot. and I make this face. I got the Lady Ghostbusters thing from Lego Dimensions. If you guys ever want to borrow it, do you have to have Lego Dimensions proper to play it? I would imagine you probably have to have the disc. Although, supposedly that, you can build your own base, so it comes with its own hardware, supposedly. And we will borrow that from you sometime, my friend. Okay. Well, you want to borrow the main game? Uh, at some point. Because right point. now, I'm in... waiting for Gremlins and uh, Goonies to come out next month to really dive into that. We're uh, we're right now in Forza Horizon Mafia okay. 3. Yeah. Stuff, uh, so. okay. I would appreciate it. What's but, next? Yeah, what next? Uh, Mary is gone. Paul stays. Mary Mellon sued to form replacement Great British Bake Off with Nadia. Is that true or is that just a rumor? This is a couple of weeks ago. No, there was just a rumor that okay. they were supposedly... Uh, I guess the other rumor is that uh, if they're, the they're... BBC does form a Great British Bake Off replacement... They've already said they came out and said they want to do have Mary, Sue, and Mel stay. Yeah, but oh. they're, they're but thinking about it being... the fourth person is... is oh, would be Nadia. That'd be, yeah, who that'd replaces be... Paul? That's what a lot of people are like, just get Nadia. Just get Nadia, yeah. Because they all, they all have fantastic... They, they all get along really well. Well, yeah, especially yeah, as a fourth girl, so that's kind of great. To um, all... I would be, I would be really interested because Mary's not just a baker. Mary has done cookery stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. Hello, squirrel. Foley is so distracted by all the beauty. Oh, uh, there's the a squirrel that with a bent tail. Uh-huh. Like, most of the fur, I its tail must have gotten stuck in something because it's this it. crooked tail with most, most of the fur. Well, it's slowly been fixing their, its tear. Their, their tail. tail. Yeah. Um, they, they, there was talk about them doing similar format, but doing a cookery show instead of that doing a baking kind of show. Yeah. And I would love to see them do cooking challenges. And you would think after seven years they've kind of exhausted they, most of the most of the baking stuff they can yeah. really do. So yeah. this is actually a good ch- chance to change. That would be interesting. Yeah, great, yeah. just great British cook-off. Yeah, let the, were- could actually just let the werewolf it where, yeah. let the werewolf go sink with that ship. And then, um, <laughs> Aww, and then yeah. let's... let's uh... Paul Hollywood is such a whore. Because I forgot, I think you guys point out that like he was on every like American attempt to yep. remake the Great British yep. Bake Off. Yeah. yeah, he goes wherever the money goes, man. Yep. Yeah. So, so no, I mean, I'd be I'd be super curious to see them to see them do a cooking show mm-hmm. and and then utilize that 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 background, which you you kind of would have to get another like so that the, the the challenges are not just coming from Mary, so that the challenges can also yeah. Be yeah. See, Nadia, there, there was I an Asian Nadia. lady they were talking about too, and, and, and like some Asian baker, I guess, is famous in the UK. There was yeah. yeah. I love Nadia, but she's not a host. She was compelling as a human being. Like, well, that's what a lot of people meant. Just because you liked her as a contestant, exactly. She doesn't necessarily have the experience to say, "Hey, yeah. here's." Um, yeah. Let's see. The I'd be down for that. British. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should move forward. Yeah, we got enough stuff to talk about. I don't want to dwell on this for too long. There's a Dark Tower TV show in the works. Uh, this is something they were talking about when Ron, Ron Howard is going to be in charge yeah, of the Dark Tower. Yeah, I thought this already was happening. Uh, so I guess they announced, yeah, I guess, eight, is it HBO? No, no, they're trying to figure out who's going to air this, but they do want to do a TV show that shows essentially the backstory of all of the gunslinger character, mm-hmm. which still involves Idris Elba, although uh, there's one book in the Dark Tower series that is a prolonged flashback, so they would have to recast would be like a teenage version of that. Who cares, because that movie looks terrible. There's more. There's more. Animals and there, there are so many squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna you happen. Have to put blinders on. Um, 
What next? Sony's sponsoring video game designer patches for the Girl Scouts. That's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, I saw they even have a design for it and everything like that. It's that's really that's, cute. Yeah! Fucking, I love, I love that the world is slightly getting better, even though sometimes it seems like it's getting worse. Yeah, well. It's always yin-yang. Extremes beget extremes. Exactly, yeah. Shocking news! Rich white nerd turns out to be awful God, asshole! What was this? Is this not Notch? Or is it about that's, fucking no, that's the one. Lucky Palmer? Oh, that's what was insane. That must have been Lucky Palmer. Yeah, it turns out Lucky Palmer's a schmuck. Everyone, Lucky man, Palmer. they're still trying to walk that. Like, everyone's, like, still trying to, like... Because you can't, like... Facebook bought Oculus, right? Yeah, they bought Oculus for $2 billion. This kid is richer than God. Yeah, and then he do- donated, what, like, $10 million? $10,000. $10, he donated $10,000 to an anti-Hillary meme Because he factory. said it would be a kick. For the lulz. For the lulz. Fuck the, just even ex- his excuse for doing this is just uh-huh. so like, what a fucking schmuck. Yep. No other news. Palmer, yeah, Palmer Lucky's a piece of shit. Um, this is fascinating. Paramount wrote $115 million off on a also, movie that's not Also, thank you for assuming it's million because I wrote $115. No, I, I sort of read about the story. This movie has not been released yet. I not heard Paramount, about this until this article came out. Paramount is assuming it's going to do so poorly that they've already taken $115 million write-off on so it. It's fully? a movie called... Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2. <laughs> Hansel so, and Gretler. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, in January. It's monster trucks. It's, it's a mo- trucks that are monsters. That's all it is. That's the, and the executive who came up with this idea, he admitted that his seven-year-old son came up with the idea. Uh-huh. And they, they uh, the movie must be almost done. They must have looked at it and gone, oh my god, what have we done? And they've already come out and said, yeah, this they're going to dump it in January and they're already expecting for it to make no money whatsoever. Oh. It's just weird for a theater, for, for, for a movie studio to come out months before a movie comes out and says, yeah, we fucked up on this one. They're like already telling investors, like, yeah, we're, this is... We're essentially we're throwing this money away. Bill, I'm making a choice to skip all the sad things that you had in the notes because No, you don't talk about Radio Raheem. Okay. Radio Raheem. I can't I can't ta- handle talking about death or disease right now. Oh, okay. I got the depression. I don't need to push it any, thank you. Okay. Um an- there's another FX Every Simpsons Ever Marathon and coming on Thanksgiving Day in celebration of the show's six hundredth episode. They're like in their twenty seventh season now. It's Jesus kind of a Christ. Yeah, so they did, I think, I can't remember what the excuse for having the marathon like a year and a half ago was, but they're going to do another one for Thanksgiving, which... They're just going to go as long as the oldest cat has lived. It's, (laughs) like, some of the cast members for, like, some of the foreign language versions of The Simpsons have died of old age. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable, like, they're going to start losing actual main cast members, because, you know, they did not, when they signed on to the show, they did not expect to be doing it for 30 plus years. Didn't they come out and say the 30th season was going to be last? No, if they would have come, that would have been news. They keep on suggesting everyone like the twenty fifth season. Yeah. There were some rumblings that 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 might be the last, but yeah. then they signed on for more. Yeah, it's fucking. It'll never stop. But Jesus. yeah, I should be. I, the The Simpsons marathon was cute the last time, but yeah, it's a thing. But yeah, uh, uh, Firewatch. Let's see. There's a Firewatch movie incoming, courtesy of Hollywood production financing company Good Universe. Bill notes this almost sounds like Campo Santo got hoodwinked by some kind of weird Chinese fishing. Scam. Just the fact that the studio is called Good Universe. <laughs> so yeah, as opposed to Bad Robot, which is real. Yeah. I mean, what do you do for the Firewatch movie? I mean, do you because the Bill, guy I mean, guy is an actor, we so could for just the make main the joke. Dude. It's like it, it was. A, I mean, it's pretty obvious those dudes just wanted it to be a movie to begin with. Yeah, it was a little unfortunate because it wasn't necessarily the bad. It wasn't a bad game, but it really yeah. was just. Yeah, it's a beautiful game, but it's it was a it was a radio program that you were playing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. with very pretty graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ollie Moss graphics, a screensaver laid over on top. So we'll get on those guys. I wonder if uh, 
Um, because that's where Claire Hummel went to was Camp yeah. Santo. I'll say this: the only reason why I'm excited about this is that fucking making a good movie deal. That's the actual money. Forget this middle video game. Nicholas Chances could be the first vi- good video game movie. Well, even beyond that, even a movie never gets made. I just like that those dudes got paid. Yeah, maybe they can buy some actual office chairs now. You know what I mean? Do they it's not like, have office chairs? Well, you know, it's like when you're when you're a fucking they can a afford startup. a soda machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like games are expensive to make. You know, and those folks are being scrappy as hell. Paying Claire Hummel with copies of Firewatch. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, did you see Geek? just just patches from National Park? That's, <laughs> That's it. Actually, That's did it. Did you see Geek Girl Cons going on this weekend yeah, up in Seattle? Up in Seattle. I didn't realize they named all the uh, panel rooms after female characters, like Room Furiosa, Room oh, Samus Era. So, uh, I thought that was very cute. Cute. Yeah. I, I saw people online talking. Oh, we're gonna be in the core room today. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Adventure Time is also ending in 2018, but it sounds like production is actually wrapping up right now. Yeah, because Steve Wolfhard made it sound like. He was like boxing up his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. It's one of those things that where came like, out of the blue too. It was just. I mean, hopefully like, not out of the blue to the production people. It's almost like people. adventure time just got plug pulled on it. <laughs> kind of gave like what happened to Adventure Time? Like a lot. Of, I know for me personally, everyone moved on to Steven Universe. Yeah. I I saw. I love Adventure Time. It was so of. They were like, I can't say it's a one note show because that's not true. It's been on for five years, but it feels like it's been on forever too. Just because it, yeah. it's, it's been in the background of, it's been like a wallpaper of pop culture yeah. for, for a while now. Yeah. The way that um, that um, Steven Universe is kind of ambiently for girls, and this is really oversimplifying, and gender is a construct, but the way that Steven Universe <laughs> is ambiently for girls. <laughs> Um, Adventure Time is kind of ambiently for boys, and that's oh, really yeah. oversimplifying. But there was a point where You're I was like, wrong. "This show, I, I really enjoyed Adventure Time, and I really enjoyed the hell out of it, and they did some great stuff." But there was a time, there was at some point where I'm like, "This isn't this." I would have dug the hell out of this if I were still a teenager, or even still in my early twenties. Yeah. But now in my mid thirties, I'm like, I, I watched enough Adventure Time. Yeah, that's to, why. Like, to, I watched the first couple seasons, and I mm-hmm. thought it was. I still need to get back because I know they did some crazy art. Oh, they did some crazy shit. Like, it's there's there's it's a really good show. Yeah, it's a really good show. I'm not trying to knock it at all, and like I enjoyed a lot of the episodes, but it was very easy for me to stop watching, yeah. in a way that I cannot imagine stop watching Steven Universe. Well, Steven Universe is also. I don't want to say it's more serialized because, like I said, I think they did more, even more crazy serial, serialization Adventure stuff. Time, well, I wasn't paying attention to Ad- Steven Universe. Adventure Time is or, kind uh, of like Adventure a manic Time. world where there's canon when the canon works, and otherwise they throw everything out. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like there's canon when it's canon, but otherwise it's not. You know. I look forward to getting the Adventure Time box set on my shelf and just like mainlining yeah. it someday, though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'd love to ke- catch up on it because I've always heard good things, and I I haven't watched it since Ash- Ashley Birch became a part of the show. Yeah. I'm curious to see what her contribution yeah. was. It's a good as hell show, and it's been a great kind of proving ground for a lot of great artists and it helps yeah. like kind of uh re-steer what television animation is adventure how- time is the start of a like new golden age of cartoons right now if it, yeah. without adventure time we probably wouldn't have new teen titan good Teen Titans Go, which a lot of people would complain about because they love the teal. You definitely would like, have Steven Universe. Steven, well, yeah, specifically because there's mainly like that can't. You wouldn't have got the born. Cat. Seriously, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you wouldn't have uh, the uh, uh, the Adventures of Gumball. Yeah, like yeah, no. There's a whole bunch of there's yeah, yeah. no. Adventure Time changed the landscape of children's television forever yeah. in a very, very good way. And also, it made it kind of cool for adults to care about cartoons again, yeah. you know? I wonder what Penn Ward, if they're going to bring him back to do anything for the last... I wonder if... Cause yeah, I was going to say... He, he announced of... the end, even though he's not involved yeah. in production anymore. I'm assuming he must still be a producer. It's somehow the... tied to it yeah. or something. But yeah, I feel I hope Steve Wolford lands on his feet, because he mm-hmm. was talking about how his pretty much adult life 
yeah. has been kind of defined by Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything is well, like I mean, his... defined by Adventure Time. But dude is also like primarily one of the people responsible for Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is in and of itself, he 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 helped pen, like helped create something that has become a a, a, a fall tradition. It is a new yeah. I, I, like it's only like, been around for three years, but at like the the first day of November after Halloween, it's done. like perfect viewing. It's yeah. It's, yeah. God, it's coming up again too. Man, yeah, I fucking love. And it's yeah. it's beautiful. So it's like it's there. There have been some really really amazing careers and amazing creative uh, minds that have come out of. Did you see Ashley Birch so. at the Emmys? Because no, oh that. Uh, because one of the Adventure Time episodes that she wrote got nominated, so mm-hmm. she got all dressed up. It was great to see her actually at the Emmys and holding an Emmy. Someone That's else's cute. Emmy because she didn't win, but like I thought that was very cute. cute. Ashley Birch, some random lady from Arizona who's yeah. just kind of a web weirdo, actually at the Emmys, all dressed up with her. You know, that was kind of like you know the fact that like Adventure Time could have something like that happen. Is, is... Well, there are a lot of independent cartoonists. It, like all of a sudden, um, animation became a lot more storyboard led. Yeah, and uh, like they got a lot of people who are in comics involved in in. Television I uh, I guess Adventure Time just recently had an anime director come in and write and direct one episode, <coughs> and I didn't realize that the guy that they got right to write to uh, write and direct that episode is one of JoJo's favorites anime mm-hmm. guys. He did a the, the, that guy did an anime called Tatami Galaxy. This dude does really fucking crazy, almost like Adventure Time quality animation, where just all kinds of weird identity politics and stuff. And JoJo had me watch some of a cartoon called Kaiba that this guy did about ten years ago, which I guess has now been. Uh, exp- like it, I guess it's been an, actually an influence on Steven Universe because there's all this gender fluid stuff. It takes place in this world where this boy is trapped in this girl robot body, and she's in love with this girl who's uh, is trapped in a big dude robot body, and all kinds of weird like futuristic science fiction technology stuff. And mm-hmm. like, that's great, crazy that they got that one anime guy to do like an Adventure Time episode. But yeah, I want to look track down more of that guy's anime stuff because it seems mm-hmm. like his gender politics and stuff are really off the wall. Like, he mm-hmm. really loves to play around with, like, art design and doesn't look like normal anime. It's all very kind of, like, looks like something that, like, kind of Western cartoon stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, I need to want to track down some more of that guy's stuff. But, yeah, anyway. Um, That fan-made Indiana Jones trailer hit this week. Yeah, did you guys see that when it came out? <laughs> Nothing to say about that other than it looked like Indiana Jones' acceptance was a cartoon. I saw his designs and everything. It's just it that great. motion for a minute and a half with, like, Batman... Uh, like the animated series music over it. It oh, was yeah. very Bruce Tim. Yeah. Like, did you ever well, I saw see, the design was very Bruce Tim. Did you ever see like the Batman animated series pitch thing that was like yeah. two minutes long that yeah. they sold? It was pretty much kind of like that where it's just like, it's just, it's just Indiana Jones punching people and like he swings and suddenly he's in class teaching. There was a fucking James Bond Jr. TV show. Why is there not an Indiana Jones TV show? This this raises the question. <coughs> just because it looks so good. It sounds so great. It's a yeah. boom. It's good. Have Jenna D. Tartakovsky make a fucking Indiana Jones TV is show. Is he still just directing Hotel Transylvania shit? Well, he did, he did that. They took away his Popeye movie. Yeah, that was a bummer. Anyway. John Favreau is going to make a live action, well, almost entirely CGI probably, Lion King. In addition to the Jungle Book sequel, he's on the hook for. People are already fan casting this, but couldn't they just get the original actor- actors back or fuck, just use the original audio? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, why do you even need to recast it? Just take that audio. Just remake the movie except now it's CG. I know that's not how it works. You can't Because you can't time quote-unquote live-action CGI to what you do in a cartoon. Exactly. And even beyond that, having a real like, having a quote-unquote real meerkat go like, Hakuna Matata! That would, what a I would phrase. love to see them try, and Hakuna I'm sure Matata. they've done tests. Ain't no passing craze. Like, I want to see them to do Dumbo with like weird, like, like the and weird drunk no sequence. Worries. Oh, the, I was of that era. But if I did. without the score, I mean, this that would let you keep like the score. The score of the Lion King's yeah. great. 
You kind of lose a lot. Jeremy Irons. Who do you get to play New Scar? I mean, unless you, there's no reason you don't just bring back Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah. yeah. I really hope they bring back Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Wasn't he young Simba? Except yes. now it's Saturday night. Yeah. He could be old Simba now. <laughs> Think about it, you guys. Uh, oh, man. Actually, that would be kind of cute. You can pull out Jonathan Taylor Thomas for whatever mothballs he's been in for the last 15 years. Maybe he's hunked up like, like Zach Morris. <laughs> no, he Morris. is not. I have seen. He is not. He bald now. Oh, no. He's Magic Mike's triple xxl in a bad way he's he's six, oh you mean like he's plus six size? XL? is that your joke yeah triple x means something different Bill. <laughs> um oh. the uh uh fucking what was i about to say god damn it lion the, king the lion CGI. king so this is i'm gonna take a brief side note even though we've gone way too long this is my history with the lion king before the movie came out a friend of mine gave me the vhs tape yeah. and so i listened to the vhs tape and all the music in it and i I did the backwards construction of what I thought the movie was out about from what the musical was. Oh, and when I saw, he, they just gave you the cassette tape, not the VHS tape. Yeah, I said the cassette tape. Oh, I thought yeah. I heard VHS tape. If yeah. I said VHS tape, I meant the cassette tape. So I, I constructed the whole what I thought the movie See, was. I've based done that on in the, the past music. myself, and I've disappointed yeah, myself. I know. And then I went to the movie, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Movie? <laughs> I did that with a Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I was like, "This is stupid." Well, that's the reason why I don't want to listen to Hamilton. Yeah, well, that's not as good in a comparison. That's why but, I got yeah. the bootleg, and I'll say that out loud. <laughs> Oh, because fuck Hamilton. Uh, did you see uh, What's His Face hosted Saturday Night Live last time? I haven't watched it yet. I, I saw a couple to. clips. Well, he did some of the Bim Bam yeah, He did a good job. He did it eight times. He did like four, four different. God he bless. Looks, he looks like he's having a seizure because he'd be like, yay, and now we have our special musical host, whatever. And then he does this weird spasm, and you think, is he okay? If you don't know. It's if a good he's... job, Horn Hunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come anyway. But yeah, A Lion King. Uh... Foley is real. I love, yeah, Foley was checking up the. I was looking Alice's at what Jonathan. No, I was looking at what Jonathan Taylor Thomas looks like now. It looks like a great. He he looks like a tiny Christian Slater. Oh, that's a weird devil de evolution. <laughs> it is kind of strange, but he does. Oh, okay. He does, and actually, in retrospect, he kind of oh, looks like Christian Slater. Gutting the. Dwarf. I don't want to watch. I want to. Don't want to talk about anyone dying. Just because death stalks us every turn. I don't want to do it. That was the Oscar Mayer Wiener guy who wants to. Uh, live so yeah, and he's in the fucking. Get through this shit. <laughs> you know? I that's the other thing. We don't need more stuff. I want to move on with my fucking uh, life. Wonder Woman is gay. Who'd have thunk it? Actually, my notes uh, is Wonder Woman e gay. She bi. Yeah, she's bisexual. That's oh, awesome. no. Isn't that... Wasn't she, she bi, bi at some point or other before? She's, no, she's she comes from... Doesn't she actually come from, like, the island of Lesbos? Yeah, she is does. this not, like... Yeah. Duh. She well, fucking from Amazonia. She fucking comes with a bunch of ladies. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I guess Greg, Greg Rock is writing Wonder Woman now. He came out and said, yeah, she's kissed some ladies, and that's... What the big so, deal? Of course, some people were like, Brr, and no. everyone else was like, oh, Rick no scratch. Yeah, did you know, aside from that fact that she's a character kind of born of fetish material to begin with. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I like uh, the lady they have playing Wonder Woman, actually. I'm curious to see the Wonder Woman. Oh, in the live action stuff? Yeah. Did you see the Captain America lady thing? Is there a female Captain America? Did you see the cover art? There's uh, like there's Captain Marvel. Are you talking about Captain? No, Marvel? it's like it's like a DC or no no it's no, like it's a Marvel. it's a really cute looking like Latina lady who's like she's dressed like a female Captain America but not like in the whole getup but like she's got a shirt with like the like with like the star on it and stuff. Uh-huh. Female. <laughs> but I don't know, wait, wait. Yeah. No, I yeah, just seen I just saw something. I, I'm not- Bill, Bill, you know what's super great is talking about talking about pop culture with two people who have spent the better part of three weeks 
like working 70 hours a week <laughs> I on know, their exactly. job. Did you guys not depressed. see this one picture that was on Twitter? What we do the shadows is getting a TV spinoff. Yay. About I the haven't two seen cops it, who show up in the film? Have you guys not seen one? I have not seen we, one. I don't want to overtalk it because... We actually just watched the trailer again last night. It's on my docket of things it's to cute. watch this It's cute. It grows on you after multiple viewings, but don't yeah, expect there... It's, like it's not like Nice no, it's like, it's like a Christopher Guest sort of thing. In that man, Christopher... Regard. Man, I don't know. Step Brothers is pretty bonkers right out of the gate. Yeah, <laughs> but it had to grow on me. Yeah, but Step Brothers, we thought it was the worst movie we've ever seen and not made our... I love you guys turned One of my favorite movies. Like, we hated it so much, then we watched it three times within 48 hours. Like, we hated that movie. You guys adopted Indoctrinated yourselves. We really yeah. did. Um, there's a first picture of the CGI beast from Beauty and the Beast. Did you guys see that? Oh. I would not fuck that beast. I'm so disappointed. No, oh. I was really because like this, the the animated beast is made of very specific different animals. Yeah, and that one is so just, he looks familiar but alien. You can recognize parts, and they did such a good job tetrising all these different like like antelope horns and this yeah. and that. Like that he felt very parts. distinctive, but he felt quote, this is the wrong word, but he felt real because there was that familiarity to yeah, it. Yeah, and the CGI version they've only. Has shown one picture of it's CGI beast with what's her face. She is dressed like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. It's Hermione. Yeah. Um, but like they, his CGI thing, instead of going back to the animal components that made him up, they just yeah. kind of made him took that design and kind of like watered it down. Yeah. Like, it looks like what happened is like, because it's if really they made him too boring. animalistic, like, like almost seems like the motion capture data wouldn't fit. Maybe. So they gave yeah. him more like human proportions. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the guy playing beast is the dude from down the Abbey who quit halfway through. Um, Dan Stevens, the mm-hmm, dude, mm-hmm. and yeah, so but Wait. not that I, not again, not that I even I've, I've actually even sat, I've never seen all of Beauty and the Beast, so fully, this is the p- picture. That oh, came thank out. you, Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, yeah, because I was like, <laughs> why is there just a picture yeah. of Phil Hartman? Did you they type in his face female Captain America? They He's definitely... got lips. He'd... It's more like that was the first thing I noticed. <laughs> Kissable CGI sweet, lips. Yeah, sweet lips. Why isn't it just? It's not bad. What? It's not bad. It's I have bad. very high monster boyfriend standards. Here's, here's my thing. Why here's... is it not just Tom Hardy c- uh, carrying a cat in front of his face? <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's adequate, but here's the thing. It's like a boring hetero... Like, okay. Oh, I um, see. You got an agenda. Well, no. He looks like he's got that uh, Jojo the dog face boy situation. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Looks that's... Too... I mean, because oh. he looks like a human guy with a with, with, see, that's with the fur thing. face. The, half the appeal, and I'm going to show a little too much of my cards here, but it's like it's like that animalistic alien nature that yeah. is the point, is half the appeal. Bell's not... Bell's, Bell's thinking, I want to educate him and teach him how to love. No, I'm like, I, and why Bell, bother? And, and, I don't want to fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if this was some crazy beast man who gonna this, rock ring my bell. This, this, ain't, this ain't no leads. This no, beast just doesn't no look leads. like he shaved. Yeah. And he got well, cat fur on his it, face. Fully, you everywhere, got it right. Every, everywhere. So he's all furry here. He furry on his hands, but he waxed everywhere <laughs> else. See, that's what, <laughs> what a wonderful body because the original beast too, he's like, he walks like a dog. He's like, he's got dog legs. Yeah. Well, they Seemed, if you look at this picture, he has like those breeches, and then he's got the legs. He does. Underneath. He does seem. Oh, so I could see be, that. It's very yeah. subtle, and we can't make too much of an assumption. But he does seem to have maybe a he tail. Got, he got. Gonna be he got if he's pretty just shot boots snow, on. Snowshoe. No, but there's a whole thing about he's an. I mean, everyone like, wants in, to fuck in Beauty and the Beast. He moves like an animal half the time too. Like he can get down. Well, on that's all what fours, I'm saying. Exactly. And that doesn't yeah. look quite like I. Now I really want to watch Beauty and the Beast again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he turns into a human, he ugly. Oh, God, it's the worst. At least Dan Stevens is attractive. So yeah, when at least don't make a normal human. When he's, and because it's 2016, they'll let him have facial hair and stuff. So I'll be all right. Oh, actually, yeah. Okay. That'll be crazy if they don't. But yeah, okay, they, okay, it's okay, funny okay. how much they over-rendered human 
beast. Yeah, so he looks so weird. Anymore. Yeah. But then I have way too like very specific beasts. I like you make standards. it sound like you're the first person to be attracted to beasts. It's specifically me, guys. because it's he's me. animalistic. No, yeah. but it's like the um I had this recent issue because uh Smut Peddler came out with an anthology called My Monster Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Or no, like called Monster Boyfriend, I think. And the whole book is all about the monster boyfriend trope. But every single person was trying to um what's the word? Like humanize anthrop- anthrop- No, 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 no. They're trying to what is it revert the trope when you're trying to reverse the trope flip it on yeah. its head a little bit invert Almost, invert thank you almost everyone was trying to invert the f- trope and i'm like man one of was these a monster girl no like a you're all monster boyfriend. boyfriends like the first one he's a harpy yeah like a lot of them are like maybe it's a ghost or maybe it's ethereal maybe well, how's that inverting slender. if they're all still monsters well they're just they're just well, trying to make it not it's be... not the animalistic big bestial thing oh they're just trying to keep it from being a dog that they're fucking oh god i hate you why am i trying to no but i'm just saying but it's a big mammal yep. it's a big anyway i have very high monster. standards i mean very it works the opposite way because it works that works the author but like werewolf movies because because it's a dude turning it's a thing where like you get to turn into an animal that just bends over and fucks everything I well, mean, I'm just saying. I can't. I can't. Well, I'm just saying, but I mean, I'm just saying, you're not totally alien. You're not the first person in the world. Well, to, of course. It's well, not however, obvious. I'm misinterpreting it, but like, it works should, as an attraction for guys. I just the same woke way. up. What's happening? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the fucking animals. But it's just like, it's not. God, I hate. I'm, not, I'm just saying, I see those squirrels. I officially regret and revoke and I this say, conversation. Get away, because Annie's horny for you. <laughs> run away. Yeah. God. And NBC managed to announce man. and then cancel. <laughs> Squirrel Man would be so... At least an amazing squirrel girl is kind of no, cute. No, 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 Squirrel no. Man stop, would just be Bob Balaban stop, with Buck Teeth. Stop, stop, No, it would be Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be like... He'd be a perfect, like, gopher man. No, no Squirrel Michael Man... Michael Sarah as a squirrel man just... Squirrel Man would... Well, I dropped it. No, no Squirrel just... Man would be CGI beast, but as as motion captured by Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah. Just being all like, hey, how you doing? Hey, hi. <laughs> NBC managed to announce and then cancel its plans for a new sitcom called Mail Order Family in less than 72 hours. Yep, they went, oh, that was a bad idea. That, yeah. It was supposed to be a show produced by the creator of Superstore about how her dad got a Russian bride after her parents divorced when she was a kid. Yeah, and man, yeah, no, social network, social media was like, Yeah, that blew up real fast. And yeah, NBC was like, oh yeah, I think we fucked up real quick. Yeah, they announced it on Wednesday and canceled it by Friday. Wow. Yeah, that's the world speed record for, yeah, ugh. Um, Mute will be distributed by Netflix. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. Duncan Jones' new movie that he's filming now. He seems to be filming. There's a bunch of Amish people involved. Oh, man. He's, he's going just, the fucking looper He's been posting. For, yeah, he's in Germany, but with like a bunch of like fucking, yeah, fucking Amish people. I'm kind yeah, of yeah Duncan Jones about. being, of course, the director of uh, of Moon and most recently World of Warcraft. Yeah. And yeah, he's been, for years, he's been wanting to make a movie that is inspired by Blade Runner set in Berlin about a mute bartender. Which is interesting because I wonder if it's going to come out around around the same time that new Blade Runner's coming out next year. The twenty Blade Runner 2049, they just announced at the title. Oh, uh, the, yeah. the next year when Ridley Scott fucks up Blade Runner. Oh, God, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Ridley. Hopefully not. Well, at least hopefully it'll look pretty. Um, yep. Uh, live action Milan incoming. Yeah, no uh, more details about that other than, like, everyone's hoping they played... actually get an Asian lady. Yep, not yep. Sh- they'll all be played by white people. Yeah. My feelings around Milan are so complicated because really? Um, I really like... Um, I've always that shitty dragon. They're gonna make a man out of you. Well, no, but seriously, I've always liked stories about women who present themselves really as men, but it's, they're not. 
<laughs> but they're not trans. And yeah. it's like, I feel kind of weird, like, because I don't want to, it's not that I fetishize trans men, and that's not trans men, though. And it's, but it's also like, in well, a lot of these stories, they also immediately like, but she's really a girl, you guys, don't worry about it at the end. She's oh, just, yeah, don't like, worry, she's got tits and she's feminine. She she's in get, a dress she, now, you guys, don't worry about it. too much, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and there's also like the other element of it, which is when a man falls in love with a man, and then at the end he's really this woman, they're like, phew, thank God. Well, it turns into gay panic bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, so I feel really weird about it, but I love that trope so much. I love it so much. They've already announced Tilda Swinton will be playing Mulan. <laughs> yeah. It'll be just actually just a spinoff of it's Doctor actually, Strange. No, no, Tilda Swinton will be playing every character. <laughs> the Disney's the Mulan live action Tilda reboot. Swinton. <laughs> the what all it, Tilda Swinton live action Mulan. No, that no because the Kate Blanchett. It's gotta be someone young. Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton will be playing every character <laughs> in Disney's live action I Mulan reboot. <laughs> What do you do with the black wise cracking dragon? Like, I wonder how much you. I. Uh, you know, it'd be great if they kind of tried to actually turn it into an actual like wushu historical epic. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. could turn it into a big like army. I mean, if movie. they're smart, like, I mean, if they want to go for that Chinese money, like the Chinese. Well, no, that everyone's saying is... that this is this. Oh, this is like them throwing a big bone to China, so yeah. they got to get this shit right in terms yeah. of casting and stuff. In fact, actually, I wonder. I wonder if they actually just shoot it and like have like Chinese stars. Yeah, like. I don't know. The well, answer should be yes. But Matt Damon will be in it. But the answer is normally racist. Anyway, who cares? The good news is that uh, Dark Horse Comics finally announced a release date and showed a cover of the Legend of Korra comics. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the first of three graphic novels. The first one will be called Turf Wars. Uh, the cover that was released was drawn by Heather, quote, Buttface McKinney Campbell. Oh, she did design that. She did the cover. Because okay. she's been too busy to do the comics. The illustrator will be Irene Coe, who's a really great cartoonist. Wasn't she and- originally announced to be the person who was going to be drawing the comics no, too? No, she said she it was. She did the free comic book day and she oh, said she was doing what covers. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Irene Coe, who is, we'll just say it, a queer non-white woman drawing this comic. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, God. But it's going to uh, take place immediately after the events of the of the show where um, the city... Korra is just drawing a map of the city on Asabi's naked body. <laughs> there we go. And that's what I'm in for. <laughs> Republic City will be dealing with it's... this portal to the spirit world opening in the middle of fucking downtown. Uh-huh. And food go ahead, Bill. Make your joke. I have food carts. Joke you guys will hate me so much. Food go carts. Ahead, I know. Yeah, yeah. Food carts. Uh-huh. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> No, but supposedly it sounds like the bad guy's gonna be another female. 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 Well, man, they had, they did such a good job with um with uh, Lucy, Susie, um, Kavira. Kavira, yeah, yeah. Kavira uh, supposedly was... it's supposed to be uh, an evil a uh, land developer who wants to turn the Republic City into a theme park. Yeah. Well, it makes Which it sounds that... kind of goofy, but well, like we'll I mean, see. It's it Legend not, of yeah. Korra is kind of goofy. I only care. I, so it's one of those things where I'm like Legend of Korra, whatever. Like I'm like I really enjoyed no 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 immediately made a face of me. <laughs> I really enjoyed Legend of Korra, but it's like but I it forget was. my my no 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 no. no. It's like Harry Potter, where it's like after it passed, the fire. Not to say the fire is not well, that's present, what I'm saying, but yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. Yeah, it's, it's it is over. It's in the past. And I'm like, well, okay, it was a thing core. that passed. But as soon as they came, fucking showed this 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 cover, and I thought about actually telling the story about Korra and Asami, I just started fucking like I actually started crying at my desk at work. Yeah, because like, I was just so excited, and so happy. Well, this was unveiled at, at I think it was a girl. 
Geek Girl Con or something? No, I think it was like a New York or, Comic Con. Because the Comic Con's... Uh, either way, somebody asked if there will be uh, Korra and Asami kissing, and yeah. they came out and said, yeah, I think we can manage Well, he's like, that. we're dealing with the relationship, and I don't have to worry about television. Are you actually going to show it? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't have to deal with television censors and shit. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the first shot is just Mwah. just black, and you pull out, and it turns out it's Korra's It's nostrils. their hair. It turns out her nose is just right into nope, fucking what? Korra's bajingo, and just... Well, okay, now Bill took it to They're having place. sex in the Sigourney Weaver. Louder. Louder. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver is going to fight Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Devil Man, and Karate Man. Is she going to be the villain in the yeah, Defenders she's be show? The, yeah, they announced What's so great? Because yeah. they've been. Netflix has been setting up Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, uh-huh. Daredevil, and uh-huh. Iron Fist at, to, in, like, kind of like the Marvel movies, to have them each as an individual series and then come together as instead of the Avengers, they're the Defenders. Because specifically, they fight in New York City. And I didn't know they announced that the villain was going to be Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, they just announced it this That's weekend. Awesome. And at the con, uh, Sigourney Weaver already in the character. She came out, she says she hates black, she hates women, she hates the karates, she hates the blinds. <laughs> she got a lot of booze. It was bad. The footage is terrible. And then they just put up a picture of her from 30 years ago holding an orange kitty and everything. <laughs> I was like, did you see the photos I posted where yes. I took some of those and put the cats in the... Yeah. yeah. Sigourney Weaver. I'm glad. That's... Yeah. I just really like Sigourney Weaver and I like her in um in genre stuff. So yeah. I'm <clears> glad. <throat> she I am... I, I mean, I thought Luke Cage was a bit of a wet fart. I like Jessica Jones enough. Their, their casting has been, has been so good. I'm kind of morbidly curious about... Not Devil Man. Daredevil? I can't just, see I've heard the fight cinematography is supposed to be really good. And man, uh, the, the trailers for Luke, not Luke Cage, fucking Iron Fist, we got the white guy doing kung fu. I'm kind of very curious to see how they pull that off because that sounds potentially dangerous, but yeah. Anyway. The most important news of the last couple of weeks. Mods are coming to PS4 Skyrim and Fallout after all, but no external assets will be allowed, so no Thomas the Tank Engine dragons that sound like Macho Man, Macho Man Randy Savage. Not. It's all a lie. You get you guys. No, 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 no. They heard. No, they it's all up. a lie. I Wait, what? It. It's all a lie. Did you not see that? What? What? It's all a lie. Are you fucking? Yeah, with they're me? not actually coming. No, 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 they... no, 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 no. They're not. I mean, and you can put my arm all you want. Are you no fucking mods. with me? No. Wait, no. They announced what they did. Are you fucking with me? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you! This is the fucking... I Annie to, 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 to question the very fabric of reality hey, for a moment. Hey, Annie. Romanceable Elkhorn. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Aww. God damn it. Boosh boosh. God damn it, you. Fuck <laughs> Which is important because Skyrim goes out in just a couple weeks. <laughs> so the only thing the thing that does bump me out is what that is I don't, their, what is their deal like did they say what well it's, it, it was Sony shit and the thing is like Sony shit. has limits on what how big shit you can download associated okay. with it I mean that's basically what it boils down well this is the first time anyone's come out and said about what, what kind of content you can download yeah. Yeah. what bums me out is the only I mean obvi- I wanted these were the handful of things I wanted I want to be able to take dog meat with me along with my pal yeah I want to be able to um, wear more clothes over more clothes because as it is you can only like combine clothing in very particular you outfits and um, I want new outfits and new hair. And if they take away my ability to have new outfits, I'm gonna be sad. Wait, you're playing a modded you, version that is that a mod that exists though? You want for be, PC? Of course there is. You also There's want to be able to give dance more um, body hair. Right? Well, yes, that too. Okay. I also want to give dance an arc. 
Yeah, it's a- fucking killing you the shit. Why don't you wait till uh, Scorpio comes out? Then you can play a super good version. Super pretty version. It'll be like 18 terabytes more of hard drive data or whatever the hell. All you have to do is wait a year. So I'm assuming yeah. Xbox... I'm not going to replay Fallout 4. So I'm assuming the Xbox version, you can... I'm assuming that means you can have, you can have external assets, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that both console versions are going to have, like, size limits for the stuff. But sure. Yeah. yeah. I just want outfits. You want to borrow Brass Stoker's Dracula? It's a really good copy dress, of that. Dress, dress I'm just, yeah, I, was like at, I was just looking at pretty, pretty, pretty Gary Oldman licking something. Licking a razor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, because he, 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 uh, uh, he cuts uh, Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted cuts himself... And then Shaving. he puts the and then he's all like, "I love that Bill and Ted blood." Uh, speaking of Overwatch stuff, there was a supposed Sombra leak this week, and it uh-huh. does look actually. I would believe this was real Sombra. Um, yeah. There were two leaks. There was a leaked image of Sombra implying that she is going to be part of this Halloween thing, and then there was also a leaked comic that will be in conjunction with the Halloween thing that uh, teased uh, what their costumes are going to be, which I was so, really, yeah, really excited fashion. about. So they can. Conf- it is as we saw in that photo. Mercy is a witch. Um, Torbjorn as a Viking. We have uh, Lucio as a pirate. We have... Uh, what's interesting is they have Soldier 76 just in his uh, yeah. Evil Knievel costume. We really? have... What I'm most excited boring. about... boring. He doesn't like to dress yeah. up. I love He's Reinhardt, like but I only have one costume of Reinhardt. You can see his little face that I like. And I'm like, I want to see his little face. They have him like dressed like an admiral. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Which I really love. Huh. You have McCree dressed like as a, like a highwayman, mm-hmm. like a British highwayman. And I can't help but be optimistic because in this he is telling them a story about a werewolf at the start and a werewolf oh, fighting Because okay. I'm hoping that they're, they're going to do the thing where like there's a costume with there's two colorways or two oh, variants yeah, exactly, of it. Yeah. So like the 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 uh, Mercy Witch outfit. This does actually have the moment where you see someone taking a picture of oh, Torbjorn. Oh, because I've, I've seen yeah. that asset. Yeah. So um. Uh, so What's Farah? Farah's not in this at all. So that's the thing. Farah's not in it. Zarya's not in it because she wasn't. This this comic takes place in the days of Overwatch. Yeah, when they're all. Oh, so she's out a kid. She's not actually. So actually, that a... can't be Lucio. I take that back. Who is that? If not hmm. Lucio, is this another character? I wonder if they'll just put her in a mummy outfit because she's all Egyptian anyway. So who is that character? Is I this another her, like, character? Queen they just haven't revealed that'd yet. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of awesome. Who that'd am I missing? Anyway, Junkrat is Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, which I guess ties into the mode that they're teasing for the Halloween stuff. Fucking Roadhog as. Frankenstein's monster, he actually has like a pig face. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. God, that sounds gross. Um, they have uh, Reyes and like a um, uh, what's it, a hat or like an outfit, like a headless horseman with a big um, oh, so he's not uh, actually entirely, he's, he's not like his normal outfit, except he's just got a pumpkin head instead of skull Who? face. Oh, that's Sima- that's Symmetra as a pirate. Excuse oh, me. really? You really can't see her. She's just kind of tiny in the background. Oh, or no, okay. that's supposed to be Anna. Uh, excuse me, Anna. Must be Anna as a Well, pirate. that makes sense, yeah. Anyway, You're anyway. Racist. Well, I can't. She's barely in it. She's I just know. kind of tiny in the background. So I'm like, who is that? And she's wearing this giant. They're wearing. I still don't fucking know. No, Hopefully, we'll find out Tuesday. Angle. Oh, God. Oh. I have to spend this week's budget of money on, like, stupid. Who like, would be I gotta taking... save it up for, for Halloween loot crates for who would Overwatch. Who's taking lots of pictures? Who is that? Or is it. Because they have a little parrot on their what shoulder. Try... What do you make Bastion into? I'm trying to figure out who the fuck that is. Who is that? It's huh. the um. It's Halloween the it's the player, the viewer it's the player, inserted it. as yeah. a pirate. Halloween is coming. <sighs> anyway, Halloween. Ha- I can't believe how emotionally invested I am. What is the best Halloween candy? I think we can all agree on what the worst Halloween candy is. Candy corn. Candy corn. Yeah. Yeah, those are gross. Yeah. Reese's, uh, Reese's pumpkins. I just had another Reese's, Reese's pumpkin for the Reese's first time in a long time. Are pretty good. And because you get more peanut butter. Oh fuck yeah! So like, oh man, so. 
Yeah, Reese's pumpkins are pretty good. Who the good. fuck is that? Annie's gonna be worried about Who's that. Who's part of Overwatch? Um, I like just just a real good box of raisins. Oh, this is the other thing. I forgot about this. Yeah. Um, is this over here? I bought this for Star Trek for snacks. They're coming out with more specific Halloween flavors what? of candy. So Skittles now has cauldron. Feel free to crack some of that. We're almost done, so yeah, whatever. Uh, Starburst and Skittles now have specific, like, there's, like, Skittles has cauldron flavors. Okay. Which they seem to be more, like, tropical-flavored candy. Which, that seems weird. And Starburst also has, like, blueberry. Boogie berry. Yeah. Gripping grape. That's real <laughs> disgusting, actually. This yeah. really drive me crazy. Lurking me, lemon. But... Petrified pear. Twisted tangerine. Yeah, so it's just Skittles, except slightly, yeah, tropical-flavored. Yeah, the Starburst, there's, like, blueberry, like, raspberry... I saw there's, yeah, Boo more... Booberry, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, but I've noticed Halloween companies, or candy companies, are having more specific Halloween-exclusive flavors now. Hmm. And I might try to buy some more, just as a taste test on them. I'm losing the my podcast. mind. If any of these listeners know who it is dressed like a pirate there, I'm losing my fucking mind. I have no mm. idea who it is. Because it looks like a man, and I just said, by process elimination, it's got to be Lucio, but Lucio wasn't a part of Overwatch, so who the fuck was it? Because this is set in, like... This they got to start... Is it Sombra? Me? Well, no, because Sombra wasn't a part of Overwatch. She was just recruited for Italian. I know too much of the backstory. Wow, Skittles! Can't you be Widowmaker. Skittles! We are, are fracturing here quick. <laughs> so gonna take that bag with you. Oh, fucking hell. I bought that for Star Trek, and we had, like, two of those. Mm. Anyway, Sombra looks great, and I can't wait to play her. Yeah. I can't wait to be really bad at her. Because Have they said what kind of character she is? No. Like, is she, like, defense? Or, like, There's support? no idea as to what type She has, of... like, an SMG in this little picture, so who knows. But she's yeah. a hacker, so like what her kind haircut. of character will she be? Yeah, she kind of looks like Natalie Dormer a little bit. Yeah, she's like, got, she's got, yeah, got the buzz, in, uh, yeah, the lady buzz yeah. cut. Down yeah. with it. Yep. Uh, I can't read, read, wait, to read fanfiction about her and Widowmaker and Ray is making out. It'll be good. McDonald's is freaking out because only one in five millennials have, has ever had a Big Mac. Yeah. I didn't realize McDonald's sales are falling the fuck off these days. It's mm -hmm. mostly because millennials, yeah, it's the first generation that really hasn't grown up with Big Mac as being this, like, this, like, yeah, or the McDonald's as being this, like, ubiquitous. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all over the place, but yeah, it, is, it is a generation that's growing up a little bit healthier than yeah. previous generations. No yeah. GMOs. Yeah, which yeah. actually, still, the fact that they've actually managed to jam a Big Mac into one of five people in an entire generation is still pretty good. But the, it's it's very telling that that is a bad metric. Yeah, that they're like, like, oh my how... god, like, whereas in the past it was like almost everybody at least had a Big yeah. Mac. Yeah, I love a Big Mac. Life, yeah. Well, you have more vegans and vegetarians now You know, I don't know if I've ever had a Big Mac. Actually. Big Macs are delicious. They, they were like talking about, actually, burgers. McDonald's really freaking out by the popularity of, like, In-N-Out Burger, mm -hmm. Five yeah. Guys. Yeah. All these quote-unquote artisanal burger yeah. joints. Big Macs are delicious. Uh-huh. Get, Big Macs are delicious. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I man, I always want to go back the and have a Big Mac because I was, I forget how kind of dry and small Big Macs are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I grew up in a in a Burger King family. Like, yeah, I Whopper did see Whoppers. Folk. Yeah, well, that's why you and I, whenever we would get burgers together, we're yeah. like, let's get the some fucking yeah. That's Bahar upstairs. She, she's a Burger King, so if we get yeah. like junk food, fast food, yeah. it's always like, mm, get some fucking want a Whopper, get a get big fat Whopper. Yeah, yeah motherfucker. <laughs> do you get, have you guys do. tried the Whopperino yet? No, that's no, gotta be over because that never. was yeah fly yeah, by never, night never shit. Will. So what do you think of the Skittles, the Halloween Skittles? The I cauldron? ate all. I ate all of them. So it's yeah, cauldron Skittles and Halloween mixed Starburst. Well, I guess there's some actual original flavor shit in here. They're too. so good. 
Huh. Oh, Bill, I didn't need to know this. What? The last note in the Geek Week Review is, Turner Classic Movies and Criterion's Filmstruck Movie Streaming Service will launch on 1019 for $11 a month. Yeah, I originally heard it was not supposed to launch until November, but then I heard some other stuff today saying, yeah, just like, like essentially next week. Damn. Uh, well, it's half that. If you just want access to either the, the Turner Classic Movies is like 6 bucks, or the Criterion is 6 bucks. But if you want both, then, then it's 11 bucks. So at least you have the option if you just... Man, I hate that we live in this era now of like all these competing service providers because it's like, what content do I want to watch means what service provider I have to get into. I know because everything's fracturing because everyone thinks they can be the next next net, net Netflix. Not realizing the whole bonus of Netflix is yeah, yeah all that it content in one place. Yeah, yeah, it was like going to Walmart. Yeah, seriously. And everyone's thinking, well, if I have my own little store of off by the side of the road, everyone has to go especially and like spend extra money to go to. I'm gonna be as popular as Walmart. Like, and no, the thing you're that missing kills the point. Me is like everybody's doing the same price point, and I'm like, no, no. I can't just like. I, here's the thing: I want to watch Westworld. I like HBO content. I mean, I like, I want to support HBO, not that I need my money. I, but I can't pay $10 a month. Mm -hmm. Like, on top of, like, like. That's a trick. This was a green wrapped Starburst, but it's red inside. (gasps) Trick or treat, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your Riaz impersonation? So, but yeah, I uh, the thing I love about Turner Classic Movies is they do a lot of old uh, Halloween movies during yeah. the month of October, and I was actually like up until like midnight the other night watching like Nosferatu and the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, a bunch of silent film movies. They're boring, but it was still, like, I'm Great. glad I have access to that. Food Network, on the other hand, <laughs> has been having a bunch of kid cooking competitions, like kids chop. Like chop, the... like eating children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to the Adams Family line. Delicious! But it was great because they had kids like dressed they're like young. Dr. Frankenstein making Frankenstein cupcakes and No, stuff. children are young and their their muscles aren't like fully That's worn true. out. So like they're very, very delicate. It's like, it's like China, veal. It's like eat those fertilized eggs with the baby ducks mm. in them. You just yeah. pop them. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Eat children. Mm. You are turning into Kate McKinnon. I yeah. don't miss having cable at all, but one of the things I really miss with Turner Classic Movies, I would just turn it on and watch something I, I wouldn't watch otherwise. Mm-hmm. Turn That's on, how I just I turn watched on half Turner. Of, I watched half of Rear Window last week because of that. Well, it's like, it's how I saw Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid. It's wow. how I saw Paths of Glory. It's how I saw The Man Who Would Be King. All these movies that are now <clears> my favorite, some of my favorite movies. You uh-huh. spend 35 bucks a month. You can do watch it on PlayStation. I can choose one like streaming service at a time. Yeah. Is what I can afford, really. And I'm, I'm, I, we're, we're, we're. Uh, Any for Halloween, for Christmas, I'll just get your gift certificate, your gift certificate into Filmstruck. <laughs> it would like, only, quote unquote, only be a hundred dollars. This nickel and dime in me Also, to was death. that you? Was that your stomach? No. That was somebody's stomach going dwarf. It might have been mine. Anyway, I didn't friends. hear it inside my own body. No, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Friends, this was the Boy Hattie Podcast. We are, as always, coming at you live from Bill's basement. We'll be back next week to uh, talk about more pop culture bullshit. Yeah. And do we want to tell people about stuff? What? About our plans? Are we pr- are pregnant? Do we want to tell people about our plans? What are our plans? Go pregnant? To end the podcast? Oh, were you going to say that out loud? I guess we just did. Okay, so what, we don't have specific plans, just yeah. that it might be winding down by the end of the year. Yeah, we think 250 may be a good number to end on. Also because it's good. Well, at this rate, two, I would, no, 250's not going to end by the end of the year. But, like, yeah, either 250 or by the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we're thinking about yeah, well, Which means I still have to finally ha- send out those six gun books that 
promised five years ago. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy us piffling while you can with that. See, that's why, at least at the end of the year, we still have to like, finish out the year in games, yeah. Christmas. See, Bill, you're going to say, let's have the podcast, and then all this stuff's going to be out. Like, I want to Well, we can still come back, because, like, I'm sure, I'm assuming the URL's not going to go anywhere. So, if no. we want to, like... Bill, I'm going to sell this to Fishers. Do you know how, how, <laughs> how popular Spoilers, that domain name is? we might end up having a Mass Effect 4 podcast next spring. So, like, yeah, we can I don't know, dude, have if, if Lady Light couldn't reunite for the Carol movie, I don't know, my friend. Yeah, what happened with that? Just didn't do it. Just got tired. Yeah. <laughs> Just got tired. Just got tired of living. I got tired and I didn't want to talk to anybody else about glove lunch. <laughs> it's my glove lunch. What the hell is glove lunch? That's anyway. when lesbians get together. They have lunch. They have cream spinach with some over easy eggs and a dry martini. <laughs> anyway. And they hit on younger women. <laughs> anyway, friends. Carol. Carol. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> we'll be back next week to talk to y'all about some oh more pop God. culture garbage. I hope y'all are feeling the Halloween spirit because God knows Bill is and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Ookily spookily. Cooking children. Chop chop. Their brains are tasty. Mm. And it's great. It's a nice serving size because their brains yeah. aren't too big. It's just enough well, for lunch. And they're not fully formed yet, so it's got that nice give when you bite into their skulls. Yeah. 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 Like like their eyeballs, instead of being tough and chewy nope, like old much. people's, it's, like, it's it. actually like nope. a younger person. Like, I, like, tried to, I tried to you, participate. You participated. And then I was like, nope, I can't do this. Yeah. Revert. The nice thing, I have small body parts, like small hands and a small face, so I can actually wear a children's fa- a face as a mask. No. It kind of fits. Oh, and you can make gloves. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ooh. Yeah, this family. Feels real good at snapping. (laughs) Take care, guys. He knows his own.